0: I am going to point everyone to HankStrange.com. That's a great place to go uh, to keep in touch with us. Find out about all the different ways that you can support us there, um, including we have a merchandise page that you guys can find our patches on, and we've got the Hank Strange patch. Uh, they're both, they're all Hank Strange patches, but we've got the blaster and the uh, broadcast patch, as well as 2020 was Hell in a Handbasket patch that you guys could find there. So please check that out. If you get anything from there right now, Lola is sending out stickers. And this is our grenade sticker. And uh, you can get that or you can buy the sticker on the website. As well as that, since our special guest is Eric Pratt of GOA, I would really very seriously um, ask everyone out there to please go to GOA uh let me see i'll throw up i'll throw up the website here for you if you don't know it is gunowners.org and uh we'll put that here on the screen i'll screen share with you guys so you can see it if you if you have not seen it you can see how to get there basically you can uh go to gunowners.org, right there you can you can, you can find eric's uh bio on there or just click to the main thing that's like an old picture of you on there that's a young guy yeah. oh yeah. come on It was just last year oh, okay no, I'm, I'm kidding no you're right you're right that's
1: my high school picture
0: you look better now you look better. No, okay oh, you're too kind is that high school
1: really no 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 I'm, I'm kidding
0: yes absolutely okay so listen we're gonna get into the show here big shout out to harry's holsters that's a sponsor of the podcast we appreciate those guys uh, supporting us out there you can use the code hank strange to get you 10 off at harry's holsters and they make awesome kydex holsters let's kick the open right now
1: welcome back to the Hank Strange. all right guys situation. don't forget to subscribe to the channel the smash the
0: thumbs up. ups ring the bell so you could be notified whenever we go live. Walter's got a bell over there. He's keep keeping it real, keeping it real in 2021. keeping it, keeping it calm tonight. Calm <laughs> yeah, tonight yeah, he's not going with the big bell. Um, this is episode 718 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Our our special guest is Eric Pratt of Gun Owners of America, and we also have Walter Keller from Safety Harbor Firearms. Uh Eric, we do this thing here called jazz hands. You could do it any way you want to. There we go. Let's see if we can get Eric Pratt doing jazz hands. There you go. Awesome. Walter's doing jazz hands. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. We are alive, guys. I hope you're ready for this. Let's jump into the show. Uh, Eric, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. Oh, what am I saying? Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Good we the really show. yes, we really uh, appreciate you coming on the show, as well as the folks over there at uh, Gun Owners of America. Uh, Jordan Stein. And I definitely want to shout out Jordan as well as John Crump for uh, helping us to wrangle you, get you here on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, well, in a sense, it is welcome back because th- they've been on with you. And of course, they've done a fantastic job. But uh, Hank, it is truly great to be on with you. I truly appreciate all that you do, keeping folks uh, informed in the Second Amendment community. You're doing a great job.
0: Okay, thank you very much. You know, uh, we're, we're honored to have you on here, uh, yourself and all the folks who work for Gun Owners of America out there working very hard. And uh, with everything that's been going on uh, these last several years, I, I hope that you guys know how much the, uh, those of us in the gun community really appreciate all the great work that you guys are doing.
1: Well, I really appreciate it. I mean, obviously, we can't do it alone. And uh, so we're truly grateful to our members. But then, you know, again, folks like you, Hank, who, uh, you know, help us get the message out and, and are, you know, just uh, at the same time getting information out day in, day out. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a community effort uh, to to save our rights. So, uh, thank you again
0: you're you're absolutely welcome. you're absolutely welcome. so let's um let's do this official here. so since this is the first time, hopefully not the last time that we nope. have you here on the show. Um, let's start. can you give us for the folks out there who don't know that much about you, can you give us the rundown on who you are, you know, where you came from, how you came to be um, the head of the GOA?
1: Well, uh, as you probably know, I mean, fighting for gun rights has run in my family. Uh, My dad lobbied for gun rights for over 40 years. But uh, for me personally, I mean, it started at a young age when I, you know, when I, the year I turned five was actually a lot like last year. Uh, There were riots all around the country. Uh, Of course, a lot of people were concerned and my dad who uh, interestingly enough was a recovering liberal at the time he wasn't a gun owner yet Uh, but he's listening to the radio and he hears this police chief say that uh if the riots uh if the rioters get outside of the city and into the suburbs they're not going to be able to contain them and so of course that greatly concerned my mom and dad my dad went to a gun store he took me with him so i was a little guy going in there with him i saw him buy his first gun uh, it was before the Gun Control Act passed, so you can probably do the math, figure out how old I am. Uh, so there was no forty four seventy three form, which is uh, very nice. Uh, but you know that's how it it all started for me. I mean, obviously the Pratts would buy a lot more guns. We done a lot of shooting together as a family. My dad uh, gave me my first gun, a handgun uh, as a teenager and and really, I, I learned a lot. Uh, watching my dad defend the Second Amendment. I mean, if you want to see, I'm sure a lot of folks have seen it, uh, one of the greatest debates between him and Piers Morgan, where he just dissects Piers, and Piers has a total meltdown and gets so upset, and my dad just stayed calm through the whole thing, just you know rebutting everything he said and putting him on the defensive. So, uh, you know, that was good stuff. Uh, but, you know, the funny thing, Growing up, uh, Hank, I was very passionate about gun rights, uh, but I had no desire to get into politics, so it's kind of funny that uh, <laughs> I eventually ended up in this. I, it's actually kind of a, another whole story in and of itself. I mean, uh, personally, actually, it was after becoming a, a Christian, uh, I truly felt a calling and a desire to jump into this swampy mess here uh, in the nation's capital to defend our gun rights. but. You know, looking back on things, I mean, you know, you just see those things that that help prepare prepare you for what you do. And I remember my parents when I was in high school. Eric, you're going to take a public speaking class, and I was like, I am not taking public speaking. I said, I promise you, I will <laughs> never speak in front of groups. Okay. You know? yeah. What what did I know? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so Famous last words. I don't know what your are, mm-hmm. uh, Hank, on this show, but uh, you know, if there's teenagers watching. Uh, it is a good time to point out, you know, your parents have a lot of wisdom, so listen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, parents are smart. Actually, I hope my kids are watching right now so they, they oh. can hear us <laughs> saying this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, little did I know that uh, that would be the start of uh, uh, a lot of public speaking, a lot of debate. And uh, so anyway, uh, in fact, even in it was in that first public speaking class, I we had a debate. And, you know, back in the 70s, when I was in high school, the, the anti-gun side wasn't as powerful and big and, you know, cancel culture as, as it is now. And yet man, I still, it's like when we had a debate, I wanted to debate the gun issue. And mm-hmm. so a buddy of mine and I, we, we, we did it. And, uh, our classmates say that we just absolutely demolished the other side. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that was kind of the start of, I didn't realize it then, uh, but that was gonna be the start of a career.
0: Awesome, what what did you want to be uh, when you grew up, when you were a kid?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I guess it depends on how far back you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a time I wanted to be a fireman and a cop. And, but, you know, by the time I I got to, I mean, that, that, that was as a little, little kid Mm -hmm. by the time I got to high school and college, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. And that was part of the frustration Uh, when I was a senior in college, seeing people, uh, yeah, it was during kind of a recession time and, you know, people were sending out letters to Different uh, places of employment, and kind of as a joke, they'd post the rejection letters on the walls of their their rooms. And I would look at that, and I would think, you know, ha ha, it's kind of funny. But at least they're they're going for something. I I really had no idea what I wanted to do, you know. And I mentioned earlier, it, it kind of came into focus in in becoming a Christian. And for the first time in my life, I just said, God, what do you want me to do? And within a week, I knew no. uh, it, it was that no. dramatic of an answer. And so I've since then, I mean, I've just been geared up for for defending our rights.
0: Awesome. OK, we're, we're glad that you we have you here doing it. Walter, I think it's kind of interesting that Eric is saying that, you know, is was telling us the story about how he got how your dad got into this. Right. And kind of flipped over from being liberal to realizing that he wanted to defend himself. It's kind of funny when you look at the news, like I'm looking at um, USA Today has an article Guns in America. Nearly 40 million guns were purchased legally in 2020, and another 4.1 million were bought in January.
1: <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Yeah. So, and and a lot of those folks are not like the diehard uh, two a Second Amendment or or gun guys like we are. Um, they're, well, scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're scared. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, and it's, like... it's a lot like Eric was saying, right? Um Very much. Um, kind of echoing what's, you know, like how, how your dad got into this and, and therefore you. So um, it's interesting. Did you want to say something, Walt? Go ahead.
2: Oh, well, yeah. The people are just worried. They were, that, that prompts people to, to mm-hmm. buy uh, the firearms and stuff. I mean, I heard the stories like during the Depression, gun sales were not or brisk during the Depression because mm-hmm. people were worried about their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, a, that was a challenging time, too, you know, and, you know, and um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I hate to say it, but um, mm-hmm. bad times usually is good times for the gun industry. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's not the way you want to make a living. You know, you know during Trump, we had record low prices on things, mm-hmm. and now guess what?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's a weird mm-hmm. dichotomy that we have to live with as gun guys. I was having that conversation today with someone that yes, whenever things like this happen, um, that this is when everyone starts paying attention to the gun world and it seems it, it may seem like it's a win for us, but it's a it's kind of like a, a bittersweet win. you're winning at the same time that you're losing. <laughs> if, if all
2: those new gun owners were aware of things,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that would be a different story but most of them I would say, and I've seen it, when you talk to people, even people that are gun people don't really know what's going on with things mm-hmm. like with the, the braces and um, all the other little things that are going on. They're mm-hmm. unaware of it because it's mm-hmm. not in their world. It's not in their their daily thing.
0: Right. You know, and, and, uh, unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, we, we have Eric here for an hour. So I want to get to um, I've got some prepared questions that I have. Um, that we have here, just so we can get to some very focused stuff for you guys and get this out of here. Um, Eric, if we can go to the first one of those, and then maybe we'll we'll take some questions from the folks out there as well. Um, My first question would be, can you give us five easy things that we can all do every day to fight for the Second Amendment?
1: Uh, Well, absolutely. Uh, One, I would say, is use your sphere of influence. You know... Hank, you've got a big reach Um, here at GOA. You know, I've got a a reach, too. And, uh, you know, people may get frustrated because they think, well, how can I compete? You know, I I see the lies, you know, that the fake news media is spreading. I can't compete with that. But I would say this. There are going to be people that the viewers can reach that Hank, you and I can't reach. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think of a, a great example that my daughter uh, wanted to take a friend of hers uh, who, who was anti-gun to the range. And so I, I went with the two of them and we get there to the range and I'm setting up and um, God bless the guy in the next uh, uh, aisle over. He had no idea what was going on and I don't even know what he was shooting. But, you know, you've been at the range when you can just mm-hmm. like feel what's what's coming through the wall front from the guy right next to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in, in, in it's loud and uh, which, I, you know, I love it's like, hey, that's freedom. Well, for her, it totally spooked her and she ran out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she hadn't even fired a shot yet. Mm-hmm. My daughter ran after her. Finally, 15 minutes later, she comes in by the end. She had a fantastic time. It was a great experience. She's getting, you know, pictures uh, holding the, her favorite gun that, that she shot that day. But she told me afterwards, she said, you know, the, the reason I ran out, she said, when I when I was feeling that percussion mm-hmm. fr- from the, the aisle next to us, she said it just brought back all these memories of mass shootings that I've seen in, in the news. Yeah, you know, she's not even a victim herself in any way, shape, or form of, you know, quote, unquote, gun violence. And yet she was almost reacting like a a PTSD victim. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the media has done their job. But I tell you what, just having her there at the range completely changed her outlook on Mm -hmm. firearms. And so that that's one thing I would point out to people is you have a sphere of influence that the media and you know even the Hanks and Eric Pratt's aren't aren't going to be able to reach. So use that sphere of influence that's actually far more powerful. Yeah. So that would be one mm-hmm. uh, important thing. I think also uh, another thing is adopt. I, I encourage people to adopt a congressman. I mean most people you know probably aren't too happy with their their congressmen, you know, and, and if you're pro-gun, you know, you'd like them to be. Yeah, I want you know, to disown a lot, a lot of
0: my congressmen, but. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Mark, well, we'll go right to the
2: senators, Marco Rubio. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so what I encourage people, look, if you have a, a sucky congressman, you know, every time around election time, we, we will give out lists like, you know, uh, this past year I went out and I met Lauren Boebert um, and we ended up supporting her. I mean, we were so impressed with her and she beat somebody who was in the state legislature. You know, she wasn't supposed to win. Uh, but you know, people all over the country were supporting her campaign. That can make a huge difference. So uh, adopt a congressman. At the same time, remember, and this would be another point that you know politics uh, is is really best done locally. You know, find a candidate that you support, uh, campaign for them, uh, especially in the primaries, you know, donate. Uh, make calls, door knock. You know, Michael Bloomberg spent almost $10 million to try to to defeat Mark Robinson in North Carolina for lieutenant governor. Mark Robinson is a great man. Love that guy. He's a great friend. But all that money couldn't defeat him. Why? Because there were people like GOA's Jordan Stein, uh, who lives in North Carolina, and he's out there door knocking, dropping literature. That ground game was able to overcome all that Bloomberg money. Yeah. So, you know, when people say politics is local, there's really a reason for that. that that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just connect with people in your area who believe in gun rights. You know, join uh, with local groups. Uh, I'm in Virginia. I'm a member of the local VCDL that's here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one thing that's amazing with VCDL they can put out an email and get tons of people to show up. I mean, our strength is getting people to write or call their their congressman, but they can get people to show up. And the reason is is because they're frequently meeting together in person uh, month to month. And so that makes – I mean, that's how we killed – uh, the, the semi-auto ban in Virginia last year was getting, you know, 50,000 people to show up. Well, it, it was mostly VCDL getting, for those who don't know, it's the Virginia Citizens Defense League. It's the, yeah. the state. We had Philip Van Cleve state. on last week. Awesome. Oh, guy. Fantastic. Okay. So your viewers know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've done oh, yeah, a lot so of work. Yeah. So, I think that's four. Uh, the last one, this may sound a little self serving, but I would say, you know, join an organization like Gun Owners of America. I mean, honestly, the, the more people we have, the louder voice that we have in Washington, D.C. And no kidding, you know, when the New York Times credited GOA with killing Obama's gun control in 2013, it's because we mobilized our two million members. Uh, when Harry Reid uh, said, you know, blamed us for killing the no-fly, no-buy uh, bill in 2016. It was the same thing. We mobilize people. Uh, we may not get them to show up personally like, v- like a VCDL, uh, but we can make a congressman or senator's life very difficult because we'll have people calling and emailing and mailing. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so being a part of an organization like GOA that helps focus the pressure, uh, that, that's really important.
0: Okay, very good. Those are all very good, Walter. Um, tell me what you think about that. I'll give the folks out there a chance. Yeah, if you guys yeah. want to add to that or ask any questions, Walt.
2: Oh, I mean, um, yeah, just like, once again, like like uh, you're saying, um, everybody doesn't have the reach that some people have, but just sometimes by talking to a few people, your friends, I mean, I, I know what's going on, you say, hey, man, you see what they're trying to do? You know, I didn't know that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, Here's what's going on. Uh, Marco Rubio wants to do these red flag laws. Down, you know, these bills. He claims to be from uh, his parents from, from Communist Cuba. What is a red flag law? It's Communist uh, Cuba. 100%. That whole bill is weird. I mean,
0: yeah. The, so you're talking you know, about the? Uh, is it? Are you talking about the terrorism bill that Rubio was trying to put yeah, forward or something? Yeah. Okay.
2: All that. All that monkey business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm.
2: you know, uh, it's, it's. I find it ironic they call it red flag. Hmm. Reds. Red. Common, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: it got me. Yeah. You know, like, Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, how could you support that kind of stuff? You know, just I, I don't know. I,
0: I, I think, I it, just, I think I it I think it is important. The people I think Eric made a good point. You know, we may have numbers of people who, who look at us, but but folks out there are going to trust the guy right next door. You like know, your friend, yeah, you yeah, know, you
2: might be able, to, might be able to reason with your friend a little more than, yeah, are listening to anybody else, you know, yeah. they don't know really.
0: Just don't <laughs> berate them, you know. We have to. No,
2: no, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't talk down to. I mean, I don't like to be talked down to, like I'm stupid. You know we might not agree right. on something but you don't have I, and it's sometimes it's hard to do you know you, yeah. you have to get a back up a little bit and say you know okay I get it all right you know you can think that way if you like but mm-hmm. and don't be don't be mean you know or yeah you know because that just scares people off
0: or give real life um, this is what I try to do I'm not saying I do you know sometimes I get out of control you know you get yeah, passionate well, I mean, we're passionate if, about and this it, and,
2: if, and if it gets a little weird just hey let's agree to disagree and mm-hmm. have a nice day. Mm-hmm. you
0: know i mean, yeah you
2: know, it's like, still be a good I neighbor had, had that does that a lot myself and kind of back out of a conversation because yeah. it's not going to go anywhere
0: yeah i think the best thing is being a good neighbor um that's a very very effective thing i think um eric had some really good points here james miller is asking what is the number of goa's membership um is that something that you guys are i'm, I'm assuming you keep track of
1: Oh yeah, it's two million plus. Uh, you know, it's funny we were joking about the the, or the not our but the Wikipedia page, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Uh, just woefully out of date. But mm-hmm. uh, so you won't find good information there right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we have over two million members and activists that we have uh, that we mobilize. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Walt.
2: No, I was just saying, uh, um, how. Membership-wise, I mean, do you think? And I don't want to bring up say bad words here, like uh, NRA, but a lot of people bailing out of that organization, looking for a different, a different, a different avenue, a different, uh, someone to represent them. You know, is, yeah. Um, so and was that is that whole is that whole controversy help in membership, or you think, or is it just a? Or is it just, you know, things have been pretty, you think the whole attitude in the world in the gun, or is it also, I mean, your numbers have had to increase, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, I, I think the main thing, what we were just talking about, I mean, people are, the reason they're buying guns at record rates is they're very concerned uh, that they're not going to be able to have the ability to uh, mm-hmm. later be, because of the, the Biden administration. And so, uh, you know, it, it's like you were saying earlier, when, when we're under attack, you mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like any insurance, I suppose, you you know, that you, you think you don't think about getting car insurance when you're you're 10 years old and you don't have a car and you're not driving, uh, you know, but once, you know, you turn 16 and it becomes an issue that that's when you start thinking about these things. And I, I think it's the same with, uh, you know, the Second Amendment and and groups like Gun Owners of America that are out there fighting to uh, defend it. Mm-hmm. Right,
2: right. Yeah. And when you turn 16, you realize, oh, oh, that's how much it costs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs>
0: yeah. My um, mom
2: said, you can have a car. You just got to buy your own insurance. And I'm like, oh,
0: OK. <laughs> yeah. Um. I Listen, I see I, and I think. You know, in a weird way what happened there, Walter was trying to get into the get onto the subject of the NRA. And I know from having many of your folks who've come on here and brought us information, you guys have as a policy that you don't bad talk the other organizations out there. As a matter of fact, I believe that you actually try to work with those organizations, right?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, to the extent that uh, we're all going uh, in the same direction, Mm -hmm. uh, we absolutely will. I I mean, there's times, I mean, and that's why GOA is here. I mean, there are times where there are differences. Uh, You know, in the 90s, we were the lone organization pushing for constitutional carry. Um, It wasn't called constitutional carry back then. It was Vermont style uh, carry because they were the first on the block. Uh, from mm-hmm. the beginning of time, right, mm-hmm. uh, Constitutional that's kind, carry. That's kind of
2: funny, though, Vermont.
1: It, it really is. <laughs> when, when, when you consider how, you know, socialist-leaning their uh, representatives are. But anyway, uh, yeah. they, they probably wouldn't have voted for it today, but, you know, they were stuck with it. and And it works well. They're mm-hmm. always one of the safest states in the country.
0: Yeah. I would safely, I would safely say that today, uh, GOA is a grassroots organization. Um, I mean, you guys are using most of the money that you're collecting goes right back into fighting uh, what's going on, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and and I think that there's natu- there's probably a bunch of different things happening. I don't know if like where those numbers have taken a a, a big climb. I don't know if you're able to see that. Like, was it? when everyone started buying uh guns for example sometime last year you know have you seen any big spikes like that that you can correlate to anything yeah Yeah.
1: well i'm typically not the guy who is looking at those numbers but Mm -hmm. i just i know generally um we've been increasing a lot over the last year and so you know there may be a lot of factors but i think uh you know, it's kind of funny because after Trump got elected, mm-hmm. for a while, people thought we had died and gone to heaven. Uh, you know, Republican <laughs> control of the Congress, a Republican in the and, and we kept telling people, you know, sometimes the worst gun control we get is under you know Truth. Republicans. Yep. Facts. So, uh, and you know, and and then we saw rather quickly that uh, those warnings were well. Uh, founded And, you know, I mean, we're still fighting uh, the bump stock uh, case. I mean, we're, we're still wrangling with that in, in court in the Sixth Circuit. Uh, so, you know, there's leftovers that, that of, of the past administration that we're still fighting.
0: Yeah. As a matter of fact, um, you know, I, I think that uh, if we didn't really have GOA in there at in those times, you know, just really scrappy about pushing back and letting people know things, On the Republicans, we would have gotten some, you know, we we did get some things that I'm not happy about, but we could have potentially gotten worse things with uh, Republicans cooperating with that. Well,
1: just as an example of that, you know, when I mentioned Mm -hmm. The New York Times saying that we stopped gun control in 2013, Mm -hmm. that what you just said is exactly the point that they were making, because there was a lot of Republicans that were thinking, oh, universal background checks, that's not that big a deal. And they Mm -hmm. were ready to support it. And once they started hearing from our members, uh, and this is what the New York Times found in interviewing different senatorial offices. They said, when we heard from GOA members, uh, we realized this was a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And so by keeping the Republicans, we were then able to uh, make sure that they couldn't stop it. Uh, They couldn't stop the filibuster. And we'll probably talk about that later. But I mean, Mm -hmm. the filibuster, is the main legislative tool that we've used to kill all kinds of gun control over the years. And so, but anyway, yeah, it was, you know, hitting those, uh, you know, using our members, mobilizing them to put heat on on Republicans. Mm -hmm. It it stiffened their spine Mm -hmm. when they were looking to make a compromise.
0: Yeah, to let them know people were still watching. So um, there's a couple more things I want to get to here. um, And you'll notice that we could easily burn through time. So uh, five biggest... Tell us what you think of the five biggest targets for gun grabbers in the next three months.
1: Well, certainly, I think uh, executive orders. Um, I mean, you know, we, we've already seen this under the Obama administration and certainly even under the, the Trump administration. But, you know, so we'll see things like, you know, pistol braces being an issue, 80 percent lowers, maybe even bringing back the, the whole green tip ammo uh, trying to label it as armor (laughs) piercing. Um, but you know, that, that's a great, you know, if if people remember that happened under the Obama administration and gun owners of America and and other gun groups made a big deal of this. We got a lot of comments, uh, congressmen, uh, commenting, opposing this. And even under the Obama administration, they, the ATF withdrew it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just to warn people, you know, you're gonna see executive orders coming down the line and your heart's gonna sink w- when you see it. And so, so is ours, you know, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know we, we don't like this, but I promise you, we're gonna fight this. And, uh, you know, if the past is any in- indication, you know, we, we may be able to beat some of this stuff. And of course, the whole thing with executive orders, anyway, you know, you live by the sword, die by the sword, right? Any executive order can be instantly repealed by the next president. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need an act of Congress. Mm,
2: doesn't happen very often.
1: Uh, there's a lot of that <laughs> happening right now though. There's a lot but happening it, right now. Yeah. And, well, actually, and yeah. to his credit, to his credit, Trump actually did some of that. Uh, undoing some of the Obama gun control that that uh, he had done, so uh, yeah, I mean, there, there was the good and the bad there. Uh, we so still anyway. we
2: still don't have imports from all these good, all these countries because of all these uh, executive orders. So no,
1: you're absolutely right, um, and, and I don't we see can, any of
2: those get repealed.
1: So. We can. You know, a lot of these things were agenda items that we were actually working with people in the administration. And, you know, sadly, I I think they were putting these off, a lot of them off till the the next administration, which, of course, uh, never happened. So anyway, executive orders, obviously, that's going to be one of the Mm -hmm. things. The big battle is the filibuster, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, in our members. And thank you, you know, viewers who are members of Gun Owners America. We really appreciate you. The filibuster is a big thing. For those who don't know what a filibuster is, uh, it's not a bone of the body or something like that. Uh, obviously, legislation has to pass with the 50 percent plus one. But in the Senate, you have a higher threshold where you can uh, force a, a filibuster or a cloture vote is what it's called. But it's basically the, the filibuster, which now means uh, the side that wants to pass the bill has to get a 60 vote out of a 100 threshold. And, honestly that has been the dam that has held gun control back uh, over the years I mean you know if you've ever seen the the men who built America uh, you know and you, you watch that Johnstown flood during the time of Andrew Carnegie um, you know it was a tr- horribly tragic thing when when the dam burst you know the whole town of Johnstown got flooded and thousands of people died well, uh, think of it that way. I mean, the filibuster is the dam that is holding all this gun control. If if, if the filibuster gets nuked, if they eliminate the filibuster. We are toast because they will be ramming through all kinds of gun control, universal background checks, gun bans, psychological testing. They'll be packing the courts mm-hmm. uh, to make everything that they pass be legal. Uh, it's going to be horrendous. And so that's why you know our members know this. We've already been making an issue of this. We've been doing alerts on this to really buck up and encourage senators to uh, to not. Uh, nuke the filibuster to not nix it, and we've especially been going into states like West Virginia and Arizona where there are senators who have said they will not end the filibuster. So we're we're going to be regularly having them hear from their constituents to make sure, as you said earlier, Hank. You know we're watching. Mm-hmm. You know they are the the constituents are watching them. So uh, and- filibuster is huge.
2: And the filibuster thing too. Uh, yes, we're very concerned about firearm stuff, but it applies to everything. Yes, that we—I we, think we have a tendency to only focus on one thing, and I get that. But that's like that's like, okay, well, firearms are important, very much so. Mm-hmm. So is your freedom of speech, which they're working on that too, mm-hmm. and then everything else.
0: Oh, taxes, uh, green new deal. You just uh, you imagine I mean, it. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna you smack know, you upside the head. Uh, yeah. yeah, take your pick. Yeah, <laughs> filibuster is a massive key in America. We could have a completely different America that you. Oh, uh, you'll uh, would have not California. Recognize.
2: That's what you'll have. You'll have California. That's right. They, they, the Democrats in California have arranged California so nobody else can mm-hmm. take power in California. Only them.
0: So yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that's uh, two things. Do you have some other things, or?
1: Yeah, I think other things that that we're gonna need to keep an eye out mm-hmm. on is, um, you know. <laughs> When the left takes power, they try to rig the system to keep themselves in power. So, you okay. know, I already mentioned court packing. Uh, in fact, we just put out an alert about that today. You did. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, <clears throat> you're going to see things like, you know, the, the, the left is going to try to override uh, state election laws. Uh, that's H.R. Mm-hmm. 1, you know, outlawing voter ID, uh, <laughs> outlawing limits on mail in voting. Uh, or mail-in ballots, and you'll notice both of those things tend to favor one particular party, uh, the party that's pushing those. Uh, You'll see things like pushing for bringing in new states. You know, in the past, they've always brought in, you know, like a Republican state and a Democrat state to balance each other. That's not the way it's going to be when they start, you know, bringing in D.C. statehood or other things. I mean, they're looking to get more leftist senators uh, to, to keep to keep themselves entrenched and in power, um, and and then of course you know if they can do all that, uh, probably the death knell will be repealing the Gunmakers Protection Act, uh, which would just wipe out the gun industry. Uh, if every time there's uh, illegal use of a firearm, uh, rather than going after the bad guy, they're going to go after the the maker or the seller of the gun. Yeah, so you can kiss. The well, exercise. You know that of
2: poor guy that used it. He just doesn't know any better. Yeah,
1: it's, exactly. Uh,
2: he,
0: that's he's, ten. That's he, he, he tantamount. Up in a poor family. He, just, he
2: can't help himself.
0: That is know. tantamount to, um, you know, to we're all getting fat and obese. You know who's to blame for that? The guys who make forks and spoons. Exactly. You got to get those guys. <laughs> they have to suffer. No, we're making choices. <laughs> make better choices, people. You know, ultimately, we're responsible for what we do, and there is a lot of what Walter's talking about coming out from these guys. There was a bill that I was looking at; can't remember exactly which one right now because there's a whole bunch of them coming at us. Where they were basically uh, trying to remove um, "stand your ground" in this state, saying that the poor person breaking into your home and robbing you—you know—they're suffering and they need your stuff more than you do. It was, you know, well, the, you know the, person you that, you the person who put that—the person who put that bill out there. Stuff.
2: Yeah. Your lead stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like
1: we've imported <laughs> European stupidity.
0: Right, right. OK, so that uh, do we do we get to do we get to all of them or we've got a few more here? Uh, uh, i not sure. Well,
1: yeah, uh, those other are the big things ones. I think mm-hmm. for, for people. Yeah, certainly those are the big ones. And filibuster is key to stopping all that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're going to be fighting anti-gun appointments. You know, he has uh, Biden has nominated Vivek Murthy. Uh, for Surgeon General. He's extremely anti-gun. We actually opposed him when uh, Obama nominated him for Surgeon General. Uh, He started Doctors for America, which is colloquially, that's a hard word to say, uh, Mm -hmm. otherwise known as Docs Against Mm -hmm. Glocks. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a group His group is pushing for doctors to be able to red flag patients in the states that already have these red flag gun confiscation orders. So we are making an issue of this um, surgeon general pick. Um, and, and hopefully we'll be able to filibuster him. Because I mean that, you know, so in other words, we're gonna be fighting battles that aren't just in the legislature or executive orders. I mean, we're gonna be fighting different agency heads as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's gonna be a lot going on, uh, especially over the next two years. Um, I think if if I could throw out one more thing, uh, and and this is always something that we have to watch, is sneaking anti-gun legislation into funding bills or into must-pass bills. Um, uh, Just recently, I think it was the Los Angeles Times uh, reported on an interview from a year ago with Biden, but he actually laid out his plan. That's how he wants to get gun control passed, Mm -hmm. is putting it in these must-pass bills. And no, let's face it, that's how we got the gun-free school zones and the L- Lautenberg misdemeanor gun ban in
2: 1996.
1: That's the reason we don't have no machine guns. <laughs> uh, that's right, yeah. That's a big <laughs> one, let's go Walter. back in
2: time a little bit. Woo! Cool. Yeah. The
0: time yeah, yes. Yeah. There's a lot to there's a lot. People really need to pay attention. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Now, I'm sure people think that we're missing out bills that, you know, look, there's there's a lot of bills and we're going to try to talk to about that here at some point. But for sure, there's tons of bills coming out there from lots of people, including on the Republican side. Gray Death <laughs> said that uh, we're going after Democrats and ignoring people like Rubio's uh, suspected terrorism bill. Uh, would you agree with that before I go on to my next question? Because I'm not ignoring that.
1: No, I, I think <laughs> they came to the conversation late because we, we've yeah. already talked about that. That's a real issue.
2: If I voice my opinion publicly about Marco Rubio, am I a suspected terrorist? <laughs> I mean, if, that, people laugh about that. They're going to classify us
0: of, all as that at some point, right? That
2: is what they, that's what they, That's why they want these things, because if you say anything about them, they could turn the popo on you and, mm-hmm. and you know when it's like, you have no defense. You
1: know, you know we, we laugh about this and yet I mean, we know this is exactly where it's. In fact, we've already been there. under the Obama administration, you might remember that right-wing extremism report uh, talking about terrorism in America, and it was focusing on veterans, gun owners, uh, you know, people who are uh, concerned about the United Nations, uh, yeah. that's who that I mean, it was so outrageous they actually had to end up pulling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that that's that's the problem when when you when you take away people's rights without due process, names can just be thrown onto these lists. Sometimes uh, it can be done at you know out of vengeance. I mean, there were reporters that were put onto the no-fly no, no buy list like paul craig roberts just mm-hmm. simply because they they were critical of the administration they it's put like other they put that-
0: other politicians on there uh i yes. guarantee you someone's trying to put trump on that list right now except he's got uh, his know, own plane
1: but whatever. that
2: organization called the irs <laughs> remember the irs stuff where they mm-hmm. turn the irs loose on you if they didn't
1: yeah. like you yeah yeah lois Lerner. Yep. yeah uh
2: yeah look at the all those those organizations, tried to get the non-profit look, status.
0: Look at Man, Bank of you- America. What Bank of America did with what happened uh, in, in the Capitol, and Bank of America is just giving out people's info just because they were yes. just because they were happened to be in D.C. at that time. You know, um, uh, uh, where, what is it? Uh, uh, Airbnb was doing the same thing, going through to see who was staying there and then banning people for life. There's a lot of stuff going on here that uh, we really – It's guilt by
1: association. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can lose your rights based on guilt by association. It's terrible.
0: Absolutely. Okay, listen. We've got a lot of people watching us. I'm going to ask the folks out there to smash the thumbs-ups. We have Eric Pratt of GOA here with us uh, taking questions, giving us advice. Um, uh, so please smash those thumbs ups out there, share this if you can with, with, uh, with the folks out there, um, based on that question that we took from gray death just now, I want to ask you what, who are the top five politicians that we can count on in the fight uh, for the second amendment? Like, I want to know the guys who we could trust and who we need to really get behind and support.
1: Well, uh, absolutely. Let's talk about that. And I would just say, you know, as, as a caveat You know, it's probably easiest to look at past behavior. You know, I'm kind of reminded of the the Apostle Paul who said there's no one righteous, no, not one. And sometimes that can be kind of true of politicians. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as soon as, you know, you highlight one, they may do something that you don't like tomorrow. So, you know, with that as a caveat, I mean, there are some leaders out there. Who uh, have just been doing a bang up job for the Second Amendment. I, mean, I already mentioned uh, Lauren Boebert, who uh, I went out and met during the campaign season last year, and we endorsed her um, and you know got behind her campaign. Uh, she's already the co-chair of the Second Amendment Caucus, and she's you know co-sponsoring the right pro-gun bills. In fact, she's already been trying to uh, uh, dismantle some of the gun-free zones in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, the other co-chair is, uh, of course, Thomas Massey. I think probably all the viewers are uh, certainly uh, familiar with him. Uh, you, you can count on him whenever uh, guns are in the news. He'll be tweeting out something very pithy and wise and profound uh, for our side, for the Second Amendment. And plus, you know, he's introduced legislation like repealing gun-free zones at schools and things like that. Uh, so anyway, I think, you know, both of those are—and, you know, the other thing, just going back to Lauren Boebert, the, the other thing I, I really appreciate about her is, you know, she got in Beto O'Rourke's face during the campaign. Actually, even before she had announced as a candidate, mm-hmm. when he came out and said— you know, bleep, yeah, we're going to take your guns. Uh, she drove several hours to his campaign stop when he came to Colorado, got in his face and said, hell no, you're not. Yeah. You know, uh, so I, I love that tenacity. And she's going to go toe to toe with uh, Pelosi and the other gals who are on the other side of the fence. I think another one that will do that, too, is Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, who's also in- introducing uh, some good pro-gun legislation. But anyway, um other folks, uh, you know, like, I, I love it when I see legislators who are introduced, you, you might say kind of the high octane stuff, you know, like uh, getting uh, suppressors out of the NFA. I mean, love to see that. So Mike Lee uh, has, I, I don't think he's reintroduced it yet, but he's had it in the past, the Shush Act. Uh, you know, that that's uh, fantastic. Uh, there, there are some other bills that, that would take them out of the NFA, but then still treat it as a firearm, we have to go through a background check. The benefit of Lee's legislation, he would treat it like a like a magazine or ammunition, where there's no background check. I mean, why shouldn't we treat them that way, right? Mm. I mean, what's his name again? Gonna, I'm
0: sorry. What's his name? Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee, Mike oh, Lee, oh, Mike Lee, of, Lee. Okay. of Utah. Right, I know what you're and, talking about.
1: Okay. You know, we were talking earlier how we're importing the stupidity of Europe. Well, if we're mm. going to import their ideas, <laughs> that's, that's actually one thing they do right is they do favor suppressors. So. Mm-hmm. uh you know isn't it interesting they might uh, not have
2: a they might not have a gun to put it on but
1: they <laughs> <laughs> just throw the suppressor at the bad guy right yeah <laughs> use it as a paperweight right. um Another really good guy is uh, Senator Roger Marshall. He just uh, got into the Senate. He was in the House. Uh, he's, he's had legislation in the House to remove SBRs from the NFA. Uh, you know, so that's, you know, you, you love to see that type, those type of leaders taking the offense. And so uh, those that I just mentioned, if I could just, I don't know how, how many I've listed there, but if I could just mention going. one who's off, off the hill. Mm -hmm. Uh, So not in Washington, but he's a future guy to be looking at, Mm -hmm. is Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire. Not only did he sign constitutional carry into law, he may be the only governor in the country, at least that I know of, who has vetoed red flags and universal background check bills. Mm -hmm. Um, The guy has been awesome. Uh, There's talk in the state that uh, he wants to run for senator at some point in the future, if that's the case, can't wait to have them uh, here in Washington, D.C. So anyway, that's something, you know, kind of like Sports Illustrated does the, you know, the 13 year old kid, you know, the future uh, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer to be watching for. Well, maybe that's uh, the Chris Sununu of New Hampshire.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just to interject this in here uh, before before we comment on that, Um so here's, here's some news, I think, that broke sometime today, at least to me. Uh, Utah set to become the seventh constitutional carry state this week. Um, this isn't the truth about guns. Finally, we're seeing some real progress on civil rights now that President Biden is in the Oval Office. After passing both the Utah House and Senate by overwhelming margins, a constitutional carry bill is set to be signed into law by Governor Spence Cox this week. So uh, good news, right?
1: Very good news. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and and actually Montana uh, is also very close. Greg Gianforte is Mm going to sign that. Montana already has uh, constitutional carrying about uh, 97% plus of the state. So they're Mm -hmm. just, uh, they're actually closing up a loophole. Uh, Mm -hmm. See, this is time when pro-gunners can talk about closing loopholes. Uh, So uh, I think we're going to see Montana. it sounded like you said seventh, but by our count, this would Utah would become the 18th state. Right. Someone uh, someone's it,
0: correcting it, me on that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe okay. I read that read that wrong. Or yeah, uh, I've been known uh, to do it. it. 17th. So, 17th. So, yeah. I should have said yeah, some 17th. Some
1: places don't already count mm-hmm. Montana. We have because mm-hmm. it's 97 percent of the state. So Montana, if you count Montana, there's already 17 states. So Utah mm-hmm. would be number 18. If you don't count Montana. So e- either okay. way, here's the exciting thing. There are so many uh, constitutional carry states that we may get this year. Mm-hmm. I love it when we get more constitutional carry states than there are uh, red flag states. And, mm-hmm. and that could happen this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, hopefully we start seeing states repealing these red flag laws. Yes. Um, that's a big thing. Okay, Walter, did you want to um, respond to the politicians that we could count on that Eric mentioned? Um I've he- I've heard of some of- some of them. I heard of the first congresswoman because she was uh, she was carrying at Congress, and they wanted to change the rules <laughs> based on her right. carrying, and then people were all scared of her, which oh, makes okay. no sense. Um, I've even heard some probably,
2: yeah. even though probably a lot of those people that carry already are Democrats.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, possibly, I, yeah, and, and rightly so. I'm th- they th- should all carry. All of them should carry. You know. Okay. <laughs>
1: What's interesting is, you know, and this just shows Democrat privilege. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi is slapping a five thousand dollar fine for uh congressman that won't go through the magnetometers yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And so she's already starting to hand out the fines. Meanwhile, she's going in Sneaking there. Sneaking around. Going-
0: <laughs> yeah. Special rules. No, Don't go to the Special hair salon, rules. except if I go to the hair salon, <laughs> then she could go to the hair salon. But Eat no one else. ice cream. Yeah. It's a- yeah lots of craziness out there um i hope you guys uh that are that are watching or listening to this uh you can you know you can let us know what you think about the folks that eric mentioned if you have some people out there that you think are good people add that to the conversation um you know i'll be i'll be happy to hear that uh walter was there anything before i move on to the next uh you know next question here
2: any, any feeling on what's going to happen in the Supreme Court with this thing about the police coming into your house and stealing your stuff without a warrant? Oh,
1: yeah, that's the... Um, C- Caniglia. I always want to say Caligula. It's not, it's not Caligula. C- Caniglia. Okay, we're, we're actually involved in that. Um, I'm really excited. I mean, first of all, the, the, yeah, the case is uh, police took a couple's guns, lied to both of them, Basically telling them that, uh, uh, well, without getting into the weeds, lied to them, but ended up taking the guns. And then they used what they called a a caretaker, community caretaker exception to the Fourth Amendment. Uh, That is really dangerous if the police all over the country are able to, you know, we're just caretaking for the community. And so Uh, we're going to take your guns. They'll caretake the the living daylights out of all your stuff.
2: Let me correct it. So if you lie to the police, you can go to jail.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, if they, they lie to you, standard. it's yeah.
2: okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah.
1: But anyway, I, I'm really excited about this because I think you know, adding the, the three justices that we got yeah. on the Supreme Court. If there was one thing that they are, is, is they had pro gun records, and so uh... we're we're very much looking forward yeah. to this. hopefully yeah. we yeah. can we're rely
0: okay. on that we can't rely on justice roberts obviously yeah. uh... Yeah. you know no. and we've had problems it, with the supreme court taking up second amendment cases that's because of Al-
1: him. almost <laughs> for good reason Yeah, the pro-gun justices were hesitant to because they couldn't rely on roberts i mean that's mm-hmm. kind of the 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 back news that that we got from that so mm-hmm. i mean i know we were all disappointed when they didn't take up the new york city case mm-hmm. But in, in retroactively, maybe that was kind of a good thing, given what you know Thomas was concerned about, and mm-hmm. and, um, and and you know a couple of the others. So mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, we're we're looking forward to this uh, Caniglia case.
0: Could, yeah, uh, Alan Powell, seventeen seventy six, says Caniglia v. Strom. Yes. There you go. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I, keeping us honest around here. Although the, you know, this is uh, this is, uh, this, is the, this is the British all over again.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just come into your. When they gonna come in your place and kick you out and live there too? Is that what they're gonna do? Yeah. For the community, kick you out of your house and live in your house for the community. Oh, uh, we do have a
1: Third Amendment for that, but you know, I guess yeah. that doesn't matter. It
2: that's old. That's <laughs> a bunch of bunch of old white guys made that up back then. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> just, you know, police departments in America. Uh, quite a few police departments have gotten really crazy with that with taking people's property and never returning it and using that to fund the police departments themselves right and you so know, who, who knows where that stuff goes you know it doesn't yeah. always go to funding it just goes it goes away so yeah very dangerous very dangerous thing um all right so let me uh let me get to this next question here uh, i know we're doing this kind of uh, rapid pace but you know we've got eric here we're gonna you know, and he's ready, he's ready, he's doing good so far. Okay, with the influx of new gun owners, many who may not be as familiar with the Second Amendment as we are, how do we help encourage them to embrace the Second Amendment and separate um, politics from the right to self-defense? That's really mm. the big thing, right? Because a lot of those people want to yeah. hold on to their politics. How do we get them to realize that the second amendment is separate from or should be separate from politics?
1: Yeah. You know, it's not an easy task, but I'll tell you gun owners of America is trying. I mean, we're we're actually aggressively pursuing these new gun buyers. We're, we're working with gun stores in many states around the country and they're giving to every gun buyer an invitation to join GOA at a discounted rate. And and this is what our message is to them is, look, you know, your right to keep and bear arms is important enough for you to take part in the political process. Because, look, gun owners come from every segment of the population. They, they cross the political divide. And everyone, whether you're on the right or the left, uh, you know, you should have an interest in protecting your life. And You know, just from what I was saying earlier, my own family's history is an example of this. I mean, my my dad, you know, who was a champion for for gun rights for, for over 40 years. I mean, and they're often surprised to know that he was once on the political left. But when he took me to that gun store that day and he bought that gun... For him, that was like the last straw in terms of his buying into the dogma of the left. I mean, it was kind of a, a slow process for him, but like th- that that was the the last thing. And you know that, that that's the thing. The anti gun left they want to take care of us from cradle to grave. But when my dad heard that police chief saying we can't protect you, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he realized the government couldn't protect him. Mm-hmm. And so you know anyway, that's you know GOA is working hard to reach people. Those people who were like my dad, you know, no Mm -hmm. matter where they are in the political spectrum.
0: Yeah, that's how that's how I started on this journey to where I'm where I'm at now. I mean, one day I woke up, I had an epiphany and I told Lola, you know, we can't we can't depend on anyone. We can't depend on the the government, politicians. You know, we we have to do this ourselves, and we have to start thinking, how can we do all these things ourselves? And that's what brought me here. And then I think from from what happened last year when people were seeing all these cities getting burned down to the ground— you know, often um, the people that that in the protest they were supposed to be supporting are the ones who suffered the most from the riots that came out of that. And then people were calling to disband police, and at the same time the police were standing down or standing back, although, you know, our politicians were also standing down and standing back until something happened at the Capitol. That was weird. But uh, you know, that's— Yeah, they're well protected. Yeah, that's leading a lot of people into the same direction right now you know um some of them are doing it for the wrong reason some of it feel like oh you know there's trumpers out there who want to get me but i think a lot of people sensible people are looking at it and realizing we can't we cannot depend on anyone except ourselves when this moment comes when someone Mm. decides to like destroy our business it's just us that's going to be there to defend our business right that's absolutely right yeah
1: uh yeah, you know, what what we saw last year was heartbreaking, and it just utterly, uh, seriously disgusts me, the hypocrisy and double standard uh, that we see. Because you know you're right. I mean, they they talk about uh, defunding the police, yet uh, you know certainly not for them on Capitol Hill. Uh, came out later that uh, the assistant uh, deputy or the deputy secretary at Homeland Security under Trump said that Nancy Pelosi asked actually asked for crew man machine guns. Uh, to be there for the inauguration, but of course, <laughs> what is their attitude about you and me having a machine gun, right? I, yeah. So it, it's a, a total divide. Uh, yeah. you know, I, it, I
0: think, it, it'll yeah. show you what these guys will do to hold on to power. They'll they'll be happy to get out there and uh, go after us, but you know, um, the the minute something that they feel threatened, they'll be they'll be also happy to turn those machine guns on us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is everyone here? I just saw something like click through. I don't know.
2: Oh, you guys. Flipped, yeah. from Yeah. That yeah. We flipped her. for a second.
0: yeah. But I'm here. OK. Just right. making sure. Let, let us let us know if you're out there as well. Hopefully, you know, nothing crazy has happened with YouTube or something like that. Anything's possible. And smash the thumbs up. Go ahead, Walt. Hit us.
2: The last question. Well, it's, it's almost an hour, but we'll. We,
0: we, yeah. We, 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 when you're
2: not when you're not on the crusade for Second Amendment <laughs> rights and all that stuff. What do you do for fun? Yeah. Good. Good.
1: What do I do for fun? Um, or
2: relaxation? Relaxation.
1: It's probably because I know. Sound...
2: I know. I know. This could be a very, uh, you know, it can be stressful sometimes. You
1: know. Oh, <laughs> it drives it drives my wife nuts uh, the stress of it. Um, I, this may sound cliche, but but time with family is how I unwind and de stress. I mean, I don't know, if, you know, if y'all know this about me, but um, <laughs> my well. First, I should say, my wife and I—we've been happily married for over 30 years. But together, congratulations, we have 10, 10 children. Wow. So, so yeah, some people might say, Eric, you're crazy because that introduces stress into your life. And, <laughs> yeah, I guess there's 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 something to be said about that. Anybody who's had kids knows that you know sometimes there's. You know, they, yeah, yeah
0: I've got two, and uh, I can tell you that's where all my gray hair is coming from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my wife swears by the saying that that's how she got uh, her. Her gray hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I would say this. We're uh, we're a Joshua 2415 family. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So, I mean, we do a lot together. We, we worship together. Uh, you know, we eat together, serve together and, and we play together. And that's been, you know, just for me, one of the things that I, I absolutely love. You know, I coached my kids, little league teams, uh, baseball Um, I'm a big baseball fan. Um, uh, I taught their citizenship classes when they were doing the merit badges with the Boy Scouts. Uh, When the kids got older into their teens and uh, into their 20s, we played on the same church softball team or county softball team. So sports are actually a really big thing in the Pratt household. Um, in fact, when you have a big family like ours, you, you know, it, it's hard for mom and dad to get away. And so like our date night is every morning, a lot of times when it's still dark, you know, we, we go to the gym every morning and and we work out. Uh, so uh, you know, sports cool. are big. I'm, I, I'm a bit of a workout aholic. I can also be a workaholic sometimes, but the, the, uh, if I go more than a day without working out, I, I get kind of antsy and and that just helps you know, reduce a lot of stress, too. So anyway, it's uh, it's fun. Uh, it's it's busy. Uh, you know, the, the, the Pratt household is almost like another job in and of itself. Uh, but but we love doing it.
0: Yeah, your kids are the most valuable um, things yes. that you have around you. I don't believe that we own each other, but, you know, we are responsible for each other. And um, our, our kids, to me, are just the most valuable thing. Alan Powell has this to say. He says, needless to say, it was a busy 30 years laugh out loud he says he couldn't resist <laughs> yeah i, I yeah. got Alan. I, I know what you're saying um are you are you related to chris pratt by the way that thought just popped in my head you know uh i'm just curious
1: uh, yeah we we every time he puts out a movie we ask
0: ourselves that
1: because yeah. uh you know we want to know if we're in the will yeah yeah i'm telling
0: you that's that's the guy from guardians of the galaxy yeah. uh yeah so you can't you can't claim ownership going to the movie theater. <laughs> no, <Nah>, sadly no. <laughs> okay, I, I had to I had to ask that one, and I know we're at eight o'clock, but if I could just squeeze in one more one more question for you. Sure. Um, with uh, with some of the crazy anti gun bills that are being put forward right now in Congress that are so ridiculous, right? When we read through these bills here on air, um, I mean it's it's ridiculous and laughable should we be taking them seriously or not like i'm not saying we're not taking it seriously but there's some folks out there it's so crazy and ridiculous that they're thinking yeah is, there's no way this there's can no be, way there's no yeah. way
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it, you know it's like a sleeping bear i mean you know you don't want to say you know oh that's no threat mm-hmm. uh, I, you you don't want to say these things aren't a threat mm-hmm. however we talked earlier about the filibuster The filibuster will ensure that all those end of the world bills, as long as the filibuster is there, they're I I think I can safely say they're not going to become law like Sheila Jackson Lee has some terrible bills. You know what? She's been in Congress since 1995. She's never gotten one of her bills uh, passed into law. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and there have been times when there was total party control mm-hmm. and she still hasn't succeeded in that. Um, so I, I think we're cautiously optimistic that a lot of these bills, even though they're terrible and it shows you the direction they want to go for our rights. So I, I take them seriously at that. I, I don't think we face the danger in the short term because we we still have the elements that you know, the dam is still intact, mm-hmm. uh, the filibuster dam is still intact, and it's keeping these things at bay.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I think, what do you think, Walt? Do you agree with that? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, don't, dis,
2: don't, don't laugh at a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. because there are Republicans who say, Well, I kind of agree with some of that. Yeah, I hear these people go, well, Why is that so bad? Yeah. Why, why, what's wrong with more yeah. – making it harder to buy a gun?
0: Well, and even and though like, she's never I've gotten heard that anything in – from gun in. owners. Yeah.
2: I've heard that from new gun owners. Like, well, what's wrong with making it harder to buy a gun? Yeah. It's like uh, you're going to go gonna see a psychiatrist to go buy a gun? I mean, well, that's like-
1: what happened in 2013 when there were Senate Republicans who were saying, oh, universal background checks doesn't sound so bad. And we unloaded a ton of political pressure on them – and that changed their minds real quick. Well, all except for uh, obviously Toomey, who was the guy that, that was pushing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but others just started. Re- and so, if, if Republican senators or representatives start doing that, they're going to be hearing from their constituents. Uh, mean- thanks to G O A. The people
2: that really hurts with that stuff is not the people who can uh, that are. It hurts the, the poor folk, technically. Yeah. Because the poor folk are going to have to the wrangle their way through this stuff. Right. And figure it all out and most of them don't I, or say it, but probably wouldn't be aware anything. of it
0: until they're getting arrested and doing or, uh, that, a lot of yeah, time and too. losing yes. their that's, rights that's yeah. Very, that's, yeah that's yeah.
2: you know it's like I needed to have a permit to carry a gun really yeah. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, you do. I mean, you mm-hmm. know,
0: go back and look at what happened in places like New York uh, with with the crack epi- epidemic of the uh, late 80s and 90s, etc. You know, pe- where people were going to jail for having a vial of crack. I mean, now for something that's literally protected in the Second Amendment, they're trying to uh, attach those same uh, prison terms you know, and ridiculous. Mandatory
1: minimums. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's very dangerous. Okay. One more thing, if I could squeeze this in, John Doe says, I wish more firearm websites would have the option to donate to GOA, um, some, some other stuff, but, but, you know, is there something we could do to help out with that? Could we somehow, uh,
2: is there a, is there like a pre-made kind of link? You can link on a, on a, on a website that'll take it to the, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just
1: absolutely. In fact, uh, Hank, I'm sorry. I, I thought we already had well, there, that. There's one there's one for me.
0: There's one in my okay. in my site. I think what he's talking about here is that he wishes more more other firearms companies when folks are going there and buying stuff from them, there was that option. So what I'm saying is, is there a way that we can help maybe encourage more companies or what, what can we do to help you guys? Because I know that's a tough fight, right, to to actually get folks talking to the companies.
1: Yeah, actually and actually we are working with industry folks and that's a mm-hmm. great idea, but it probably uh, if um and I'm sorry I forget forget the viewer's well, name, but if you mm, John, like John okay, oh, John uh, Doe, if you'd yeah. like to see that, uh, maybe start asking uh mm-hmm. the, the industry companies uh, because if you know if that's what the constituents are asking for uh, then they'll they'll make that happen
0: yes and by the way Lola is putting up our link uh, which is uh, you can it's for 20 bucks you can get a membership to GOA and and Lola's putting it up there uh, by the way Lola and I are lifetime uh, members of the GOA you thank know, you Hank. Yeah, I, I really and appreciate Lola. it thank yes. you Lola yeah I really especially appreciate it that you guys are putting most of the money towards fighting for this stuff so my membership card I could basically draw in whatever I want to so don't, you know, I mean, I'm going to get creative with that <laughs> when, when that time comes. But you guys can find that link in the description. Uh, Lola just threw it up. I'll put it up there on the screen for anyone who wants to see it. Uh, I don't want to hold Eric here too long. I know he's got things to do. Um, thanks so much for coming on, Eric. Um, what, what, Absolutely. What, what final words would you like to leave our audience with here before you go?
1: Oh, man. Um, well, let me just say uh, to you again, Hank, I just very grateful uh, that you're doing this. I know this is, uh, I mean, you're only doing two hours a day, but uh, that's a lot of work, uh, what you're doing in the prep time. and so you're you're keeping us informed. Um, and so anyway, we're very grateful to you. Thank you for helping. Uh, drive membership, because that's what keeps us on the front lines. And, and I should mention, you know, that $20 that uh, that, that you're doing there, I mean, that, that's a discounted membership. And yet people will get, you know, full membership benefits for the year mm-hmm. uh, through that. So, yeah, uh, you know, there's there's no second class uh, members here.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Sign up and, and do what you can do. Um, I Thank you so much for saying that. I really do appreciate you guys. Uh, there's lots of folks that you have working over there very hard. John Crump's here all the time. Uh, we have we had Luis Valdez come on recently here in Florida. I would like to see uh, more states uh, get involved. I know that's more of a process than what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, Jordan Stein is amazing. I, I wish I could clone him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we do too. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's an amazing, amazing person. Um, And I look forward to see what he does in the future. He's a great kid. Uh, You know, you guys should be very proud of him and John and, uh, you know, all the other folks out there. Antonio Okafor has been on here as well. So just a big shout out to everyone at GOA. And thanks so much, Eric, for coming on. I really appreciate you doing this. Absolutely. Hope to see you here again. Walt, you want to say anything before we get out? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Just keep up the good fight, you know. I mean thank you and sir. I'd like to
2: say something about these frivolous you think frivolous bills just don't get don't think they are because mm-hmm. if they pick them apart and attach those ideas on the other things, it's not so frivolous. So
1: Right. Yeah. Oh you're absolutely right. And and we're gonna be watching that. And I you know, I just want to encourage folks, because I, I know it can be um, disheartening at times when you just see everything that's happening. Uh, but we, we've got a strategy. We, we've been in, in situations like this before. And so we are cautiously ap- uh, optimistic, mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to be able to get a lot of victories here, yeah, pr- probably not victories on offense, uh, but be able to stop a lot of these things. And so anyway, bear with us, you know. It, <laughs> Uh, that, that's why, you know, just crucial sign up, you know, at gunowners.org, go get our email list is free, you know, sign up for our free emails, because that's how we're going to put the heat on these guys. Absolutely.
0: Let us know what we can do, Eric, to help out with the fight. Uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's promise always more. promise to do that. All right. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thanks, it. Hank.
1: Thank you, Walter. Take care. Guys. You're
0: welcome. You're welcome. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, you've got to You got, let me see. You got to You got to hit the end button. <laughs> um, let's see if I can, I don't know if I could do that for you, Eric. You gotta, let's see how we do this here. Eric, you got to hit the hang up button. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, well then I will need to get up to do right, that. Right. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Here, I'll take okay. you off the screen. <laughs> So we
0: don't get to see the workout bod, but that's okay. (laughs) All All right, right. bye. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah, so... um... By the way, um, DRB166. A th- big thank you to DRB166. Gave us fifty bucks oh, wow, in the yeah. super chat. That's awesome and amazing. We really do appreciate that. I just
2: went. I just took your link that Lola posted up. But I went and uh, joined up again. So.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Walt. I, I mean, really I have in the
2: past that. and made donations, but I kind of been out of the you know loop for a while.
0: So. Right, right. No, um, I appreciate that, and I'm sure those guys do over there. That was great. That went really fast. <laughs> Yeah, we power through that one, Um, you know. So, yeah, like I said, big, big shout out. Big thanks to DRB166, gave us 50 bucks in the super chat. Uh, And the quote is nothing to see here. Carry on. But uh, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. So um, that was great. That was a great chat with Eric. Um, I would, you know, I would ask you guys to keep to stay here with us. Walt and I are going to get into some other things, maybe some things you guys want to talk about or follow up questions or responses or anything like that. From the conversation we just had with Eric Pratt of Gun Owners of America. Um, uh, Alan Powell, 1776, says he's going to join as well. Uh, We appreciate that, Alan. Um, That that Um, was really good. I'm going to try to make some snippets out of that and, and put it up on the main channel. Go ahead, Lola. I,
2: um, when I when I clicked on your link, I didn't see any option about the
0: lifetime thing. What do they charge for a lifetime membership? Um, I'm not. Lola can find that out for you. It okay. should be there. It should be there. Maybe I just didn't see.
2: It. Yeah, I saw. You know,
0: it? making a donation. The lifetime membership. To- oh yeah, it's there. Yeah, let me see if I can find it um, on the site. Um. uh yeah lola if you've got a link to it let me know okay okay uh okay oh i see i think it's maybe at the top okay so here i'll show you i'll i'll uh share this page for anyone who's over there if you look in the top it says donate annual member patriot member life member Uh, and then if you click on that there's a drop down it says life membership um with GOA and that's a thousand dollars. So okay. and you can do it in uh, easy payment plans of fifty dollars a month. Okay. Um, which I believe is what Lola and I did. We did some we did a payment plan on it and uh, Okay. You know yeah, I mean, and, and that's I how mean, you, that's how you do it. Way back
2: in way back in you know, and in, uh, pre internet times that's how I did the NRA thing
0: too. Yeah. 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 Um, Richard Mander says, "Join as life, like I did. It's cheaper than the NRA life."
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So there you go. Um, And Alan Powell says a clean thousand dollars. And Andrew Slagle says a thousand. So the so the folks out there uh, are seeing that. So uh, do you know? Do what you can do. I I think as Eric said that, um, you know, there's other things that you can do here to help share the message. So if you're on their email list and they send out things, you could take sure. those things and share it. Yeah, it's you know, that goes yeah. a long way. So. Repost it
2: on your Facebook page, repost it on your, you know, wherever you, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Face, you know. So, yeah. yeah, so now that discounted uh, membership of 20 bucks, you know, we, we're not getting like anything out of that. All we're doing that we're getting a break and we're giving it to you guys. And for us, you know, the GOA appreciates us getting that out there. So there's no, you know, there's not, no kickbacks or anything like that out of that. Right. We're not affiliates or anything for GOA. We're just encouraging uh, folks to join up and uh, help out with the fight there. So and, and we're not the only ones. There's lots of folks out there doing that. Oh, so.
2: Alan Powell in the chat.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I saw just recently and I shared it with Hank. One, mm-hmm. of the, They were selling a thousand rounds of nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. And this was 115 grain. Full metal jacket, mm-hmm. uh, brass case, uh, arms core, arms core ammo is made in mm-hmm. the Philippines. Nothing special, mm-hmm. and it was like nine hundred
0: and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You're out of your F- here. No. <laughs> there is that's, no way that number is going up, Walt. I really feel like it's going. I'm not. I, I. don't. It's not a good sign. It's not a good thing. But I feel like that's well, going up here I, I, as I, we get I, into the know, year.
2: I, I, I think there's a lot of people out there, and and I, and when I get the whole, you know, you know. Uh, 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 you know stuff is harder you know it's hard to get so it costs more money but some people are really taking advantage of it big time yeah i mean you know, i mean for you sure. know, i get it i get it i get it you know you can be cheaper than dirt if you want mm-hmm. but you know i'm um, i i do not know if people have memories i i have a memory i i won't be buying ammo from some places charging a thousand dollars for it. Mm-hmm. They're not paying they're not but you paying also money.
0: you also have the luxury that you can that you you're not running out And I think what they realize is a lot of people didn't stock up the way that we did being diehard gun guys you And know, also we shoot all the time if we don't stock I'm, up. We'd be we'd be but in big you know trouble
2: what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dump 500 rounds in a, in, in a day <laughs> Listen, house.
0: The, the other day, so I don't know Lola. Did you post the mp5 video? Yeah, I think Lola's working on posting the MP5 video that we recently did, right, of of uh, my MP5 that BWE put together. Uh, I finished editing that, so you guys will see that coming out soon. Um, that sub ammo that we were shooting is not very cheap. We dropped nope. more than $100 in bullets. Uh, I mean, that, that first that first
2: <laughs> afternoon that I sh- that I have the... um. The Port you the Swedish mm-hmm. K out there. Mm-hmm. I think I shot about. We shot about three hundred rounds that afternoon. Yeah, but it was so effing fun. It was pathetic. Right. I didn't care. I didn't care about that. That's a lot of. That's a lot of damn money and ammo now. Right.
0: right. Or when you shot the um, the uh Sterngewehr.
2: Well, but I expected that. That's not a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: If I pay if, if that if that cost that was like sixteen dollars a box or fifteen dollars right. something like that. I get that. That's rare. That's that's special stuff. Yeah, But when 9mm, 115-grade 9mm is, is like shooting 22.
0: Well, so, might, you know. so just as an example, I'm just going to throw up here on the screen. And I've got, you know, I think I've, I've told you folks out there before that Fort Scott Munitions sponsors my the main channel for ammo. So in that, we're very fortunate, right? And their sub ammo is $29.54 a box, you know, and it's sold out right now. If you if if they're in stock and you use the code uh, Hank ten, I think that gets you ten percent off. You know, um, but yeah, if you think if you go back and look at that video, mm, that's some good that's some good money. <laughs> every time uh, yeah, we shoot with yeah. every time we shoot in that video, that's thirty bucks. You know. Um, uh, DRB166 gave this message, which I'll throw up and we'll we'll continue here. He says, we need a referendum or a Supreme Court ruling that makes bills that concern constitutional issues a single bill issue, no bundling with budgets, etc. Yeah, I mean, they, they shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to mix these things in and try to well, sneak past people. Well, let me,
2: let me just explain. I mean, if people don't know, for years there haven't been a budget. You know, well, they used to go. They used to wrangle out the whole year's mm-hmm. budget and mm-hmm. for the whole government, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Now they do these, uh, uh, not appropriations, but it, those supplemental things they've been mm-hmm. doing for years. Mm-hmm. That means they never have to really say. You know, they don't have to. Nobody has got to put their name down on. Well, we're going to only have this amount for that amount, this for that, and, you mm-hmm. know, you support it. That's like when they vote for these bills, and half of them aren't even there. You know, was uh, was that closure? Where they have to actually, everybody has to actually vote. I don't know what it is, but anyways, I agree with you on that. Yeah, you shouldn't be anything to do with constitutional stuff. Should not be mixed with budget stuff.
0: Yeah. DRB one six six says, "I'm fairly desperate. I'm down to 160 rounds of nine mm 60 rounds of 357, and 30 rounds of 32 ACP. A buck a round doesn't sound too bad to me." You know Unfortunately, what? I, I,
2: would, I wouldn't shoot them.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, I, I mean, it, it might sound drastic, but um i'm not gonna shoot all my nine millimeter and i'm not paying a thousand dollars for another thousand rounds it ain't gonna happen yeah so
0: uh, i'll get to a point i'll just stop shooting yeah that's a relative and we're gonna get to that point too walt i guarantee you we're gonna get to a point where we're not doing any more shooting videos because i
2: I mean uh, it's getting
0: kind of weird out there and and um yeah there's no like so for example for a few months there has not like fort scott has not had ammo and stuff like that to send our way because they're you know it's going out to the folks out there. Well, um, James Miller gave us ten bucks. He says I appreciate that Eric gave an honest assessment of what upcoming legislation looks like. I like FPC too, but I think they're fundraising on the fear of HR 127 yeah. passing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah I'm not sure what um, FPC is doing in terms of their fundraising. Yeah, they're,
2: they're um, I've seen some of the stuff and it's like. Really? It's like that. You know, it's like it's it's NRA tactics is what it
0: is mm-hmm.
2: where every, mm-hmm. everything is. The end of the world is coming every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, uh, really, you know, I mean, I get it. But mm-hmm. I know you're trying to raise money, but don't.
0: Uh, well, there's a point. There's, know, a, there's also, a point I, where you where you burn people out. I mean, and I, and what I don't if,
2: want a letter in the mail every day asking me for money either. Yeah. I do not want that because that's a waste of money, in my opinion. But. but
0: I think there's a point where you burn people out by crying that the fire is the sky is falling too much, right? So everything right. that's coming up, we try to cover it. That's what we do. When, when HR 127 came out and people were very concerned about it, we took up a lot of the show talking about it. And I read the whole thing out and some people were getting burnt out yes. on it. <laughs> some people, <laughs> this guy, that guy, <laughs> you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think that one of the things you have to do, if you keep, if you keep crying wolf to folks out there, you're really, it, it's, you know, you got to be careful with that. So yes, yeah, keep people like informed, but don't over overload them. Go ahead.
2: American freedom outdoors. I will trade a nine millimeter ammo for a Ford
0: super duty diesel. <laughs> yeah, let me see this.
2: <laughs> He's, uh, uh, uh
0: yeah, um, yeah.
2: But yeah, if, if it was down to my last couple boxes of nine millimeter, I'd stash them. You know, I mean, it's it's. I don't have I don't have thousands of rounds stashed away. I have mm-hmm. a little bit, but um, I'm not going to shoot it all up.
0: And you've burned I up a lot see. of ammo in the videos that we've done. Even with oh. Fort Scott helping me out, they don't give me like like whatever you know. It's a certain amount of ammo that we get. You no, know, here's the ammo can. Of...
2: Just grab you some out. You know yeah. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, um, but Walter, in 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 last year alone, man, I'm sure... I don't know if you keep track of how much ammo you burned uh, through. Yeah, so... Yeah. You know... Is
2: the can still got ammo
0: in it? Shoot it. <laughs> yeah, but there is going to come a point, because I think yeah. this, um, you know, I think this is going to continue at least through the end of this year, what we're looking yeah, at I here, mean, until and, these and like guys... Somebody, you know.
2: Somebody also mentioned in the chat, mm-hmm. if people... Cut back on their buying, mm-hmm. and 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 the supplies start to build up at these places. The prices will come down, mm-hmm. but that's going to take a while because you got how many how many million new gun owners, mm-hmm. and they're all looking for a box of ammo. Yeah,
0: you know, or, forty million or, guns. Or forty million guns sold last year. Four point one million in January. Those are big numbers.
2: That's a lot of. That's a lot of shooters. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Wait till uh, you know
2: what. You want know be the interesting numbers is when I, from the National Sporting, Shooting Sports Foundation, when you get the yearly report of all the manufacturers and mm-hmm. how many guns were sold, how many were imported, and how many were manufactured. Mm-hmm. That'll be a that'll be a very interesting uh, report. because mm-hmm. so, what happens? Everybody doesn't know that's not a manufacturer. Every um, after January first, you got to file a report with ATF about how many um, you know, pistols you made, how many rifles you made. How many machine guns, suppressors, and all, that, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff? And they pile all those numbers together and come out with this report. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, some, you, you get to see real quick who's, a, who's the big people in the gun industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you go. Everybody bitches about Keltec. Keltec sells a lot of
0: fucking guns. Mm-hmm. Um, Taurus, oh, yeah. Keltec, yeah, Springfield Armory, sense. High Point uh, sells uh, a lot of guns. High
2: Point. Oh yeah. Those guys sell a lot of shit. Yeah, I want to inherit yeah, so, the high point
0: uh, I, firearms company. I've always
2: said, man, if, if somebody wants to give me the company, I will take it. Yeah. I will take the I will be flying in a private jet, bitch.
0: Give me a high point. You know I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All I mean, those high points will be getting named the Hank. I'll be like, uh what's yeah, the name get, of the What's the name? Oh, is it George Foreman that he named all his kids George Foreman? <laughs> He'd be like, the Hank 1, the Hank 2, Hank 3, Hank, Hank 4. Two, Hank. I'll, be, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll let you do that, man. You can be the, you can be the minister of naming. You can yeah. name all that. So just Everything. give me the money. That's Everything
0: all. gets named a yeah. Hank. DRB uh, kindly gave us uh, 20 bucks. Uh Thank you, DRB. We appreciate it. Uh, where, but DRB, where are you, by the way? I know you said you're low on ammo. Where are you? I would like to know where you're at. Let us. I'm not sure if you want to tell us, but it'll be interesting to know exactly where you are.
2: Oh, CZ um, USA. CZ sells a shitload of guns too. CZ. So, oh yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's fine. I, I'm cool with it, man. know, it's it's go. It's all good. Yeah. It's it's just interesting to see, and that goes down to like very small numbers too. Actually, when you
0: mm-hmm. look at the report, it goes down to you know uh, numbers. You go. I have to. You know. Yeah. But. Uh, James Miller says we badly need some new ammo companies to come online. Um, I think that there are – It's easy. It's easy. What, what are you going to say? It's easier said than done? It's easier said than done. That's what you're going to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. <laughs> because you, first you have to be
2: licensed. Mm-hmm. And then you got to jump through all the local – Big EPA stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. all that monkey business. Yeah. Then you got to find – where are you going to find the brass when you're – in a, in a, Primers. In a components yeah. and the powder when you're competing with these big guys? It's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, D, so DRB one six six says Illinois sixty miles south of Chicago, the red oh. part of the state. Um, and I'm not trying to get you to you know sign up for the email list and then communicate with us. And because uh, I know you said you're low on nine millimeter, I'll send you a couple boxes of nine millimeter. Just get in, just get in touch with us DRB one six six. There you go. Well, you yeah, know we gotta help. He's down to sixty rounds, Walt. Uh, I I. Oh. I'm sorry I I get it I get it yeah yeah Get it. Yeah. Now that was just that was just for DRB. No one else. Yeah, don't everybody start begging. Show, no. Don't everybody <laughs> start begging now. Come on. <laughs> uh everyone's gonna start hitting me up. Excuse me, sir. What, what, ammo? L- Lola Lola's <laughs> like, what really? Now I gotta send out ammo? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I have another bowl of porridge? <laughs> do, you have, do you have do you have a couple points for a poor person? Dude, we are gonna be out there begging for ammo pretty soon. <laughs> I'm just telling you something right now. Can you imagine all the gun guys out there, like, um, <laughs> you know, like well, gun guys seriously out there? 40, 42 children. in the chat brought up a good subject, mm-hmm. which I brought up with Erica in this mm-hmm. whole uh, mm-hmm. executive
2: order stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we didn't have these goofy executive order stuff with Russia and China and all these other places, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be no shortage of ammo. Because the Chinese— and, and as much as we like, or just like the Chinese. Yeah, who said this? Oh yeah, uh, forty-two chilled. Uh, and as much as you mm-hmm. like, or just like the Russians, they'll be more than happy to take your your shekels, take your money, your mm-hmm. Walter bucks, or whatever, for your. And yeah. there would be all the ammo you could shoot. Yeah. So uh, there's uh, no shortage of ammo in the world. Yeah. There's a shortage of ammo here.
0: Yeah. Um, Night Train says, Hank, you should have a raffle or some kind of contest for ammo on the show. Uh, YouTube is just <laughs> you looking. Going? Well, YouTube is just looking for a reason to smack us upside the head. Just FYI. I, I, uh, okay, okay, I'm, I'm
2: gonna raffle <laughs> but, off the ammo that I had to pay a thousand dollars for.
0: But we, but the, here's the thing: we did like, uh, you know, um, I did a giveaway with Fort Scott uh, Munitions, and there was a bunch of ammo, and I was, try, was trying to tell everyone about that. Um, and then recently we put out in our email list um, Brownells had you know the big barrel of ammo yeah. is oh, that yeah. is that still going on is that still valid that giveaway for Brownells? it's almost oh. over with i think if you haven't yeah. signed up for it let me yeah let me see if i could pull that up cuz the Brownells giveaway i think is still going it was supposed to be for the 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 uh foos bowl The Superfoods Bowl or whatever you want to call it. Let me see if they still have that on there. I don't see it on their site. I'm on their site right now. I don't see... I don't see it listed, so that might be over. Yeah, I don't... I'm looking on Brownells right now. If someone knows the answer to that, if that um, giveaway that Brownells is doing for ammo is still in effect, let me know. But I don't see it. It was right in the front of their site, but I don't see it there now. Um anymore and here's one of the here's the really crazy thing walter that i found out from one of the folks out there um you if you live in florida you're not eligible for that ammo why i don't know when i asked them they said that florida has rules there's a bunch of there's there's several different states about giveaways and stuff like that so oh so they can't they can't do it yeah James Miller says, oh, Hank, could you send me some? (laughs) Could you send me some? (laughs) Please, Mr. Strange, (laughs) could you send me some
2: ammunition, please? Yeah,
0: DCG44 says, we'll work for ammo. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Here, you know,
2: it's like toilet paper. DCG says it was through
0: Sunday only, so there you go on that. But if you were in Florida, you can't win anyway, so... Uh, And they they didn't name a winner. I think it was Florida, California. It was several couple of different places that if you were in those places, you couldn't you couldn't do it. Someone in Florida (laughs) saw that, read the rules and asked me like, hey, what's up with this? How come Florida? And then I reached out to Roy and Roy said that's because Florida and the other states listed in there couldn't do it. So
2: and you know what? Florida probably has these rules and those states have these rules because people have been scammed before. Mm-hmm. or or whatever usually these rules come about from people breaking stealing from people and stuff mm-hmm. it's like Florida's a real pain in the ass about auto titles mm-hmm. and salvage titles and all that stuff because you know things get put in containers here in Florida and shipped all over the world and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of scammers that moved down from up north and <laughs> but anyways no um mm-hmm. so that's why these laws are like they are in these certain states
0: so. yeah. Um, and then DRB one six six says, "Don't forget HR fifty seven seventeen to end the epidemic of gun violence and build safer communities by strengthening federal firearms laws and supporting uh, gun violence research, intervention, and prevention initiatives." Yes, we read about this one on the show. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Gun
2: violence research is that's where a Democrat gives another
0: Democrat. They give money. Bloomberg back his money.
2: Yeah, that's called political payback. That's like yeah. Salandra. Uh, you know all these things yeah. that Obama did. That was all yeah. political payback.
0: So, yeah. Uh, Michael um, Avon says, "Hank, my 45 is hungry." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Len Holt wants to know what we think about the industrious type making primers. Have you seen that's this? a primer making
2: is a dangerous frick. That mm. the, the stuff yeah. that goes in primers is seriously explosive stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to use bad words either. So yeah, yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, yeah that's that's not for the faint of heart yeah i would say check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself <laughs> yeah uh, um but hey you know ultimately you got to do what you got to do <laughs> you know
2: just, hk metal mm. mags are sold out everywhere Brownells has some yeah paying premium for
0: it. um the, which ones the mp5s i guess yeah I, yeah which, one, know, which mags are you talking about they did have the mp5s um
2: I mean, if you've got to have HK Metal Mags that are HK, you're going to pay a premium.
0: So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know. Born to be a shooter, Josh says, Hank, could we do some trading, please? Uh, <laughs> do you have a Tech-9? If someone has a Tech-9 out there, I will trade 1,000 rounds of 9mm for a Tech-9. I will do it. A Tech-9? I want a Tech-9. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Do you think it should go down to 500 rounds? Uh, I, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not yeah. telling you. already made the offer now. Yeah, that's right. Okay, now. I already made it. If someone has a Tech Nine, you
1: know that they
0: could send of- to us through an FFL. I'm working. Lola says working. <laughs> Man, you guys are like my lawyers. <laughs>
2: you gotta have. You gotta have a Tech Nine with a couple good
0: magazines. Okay, here and, we go, Walt. Yes, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I mean,
2: you don't get somebody saying a Tech Nine with no magazine. No, you that's true. That's
0: true. Okay, good point, Walter. And Lola working Tech Nine yeah. with a couple of magazines, and okay. one that nobody's been
2: monkeying with the internal parts inside of. Them.
0: Unmolested, like... yes, yeah. And I will get you a thousand rounds of nine millimeter. There you go, ba boom. That's that's a
2: heck of yeah. Nine. It's
0: a good, it's a good, yeah. You know, it's a good offer <laughs> out there. Hook, hold, and strange up with a Tech Nine, yeah. man. So. You know, Alan Powell says, closest I have is some Tech 9 CDs. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no, no. And then DB166 says, call back the first stimulus bill funded the Kennedy Center, which funds the Democrats. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, And KY Guns and Radio says, I'll run one off uh, my 3D printer for you. No, 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 not a 3D printed one. We could do that, too. Uh, oh,
2: speaking of that, um, <laughs> and that kind of thing, on the firearms blog, I noticed they have a, a new, um, like, the uh, underground gun mm-hmm. uh, section where they show all the weird guns they found in these different police oh, departments wait, all over the world. wait, is this on
0: the firearms blog? Hold on. Firearms blog, yeah. Oh. Is it down at the bottom of the page? Oh, uh, is it? I was looking at it, and we were
2: getting fired up here. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's more toward see. the bottom, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw it's the cool. Indian Army thing. Yeah, the good, Indi- yeah. the India here. I'll share this with the folks. Uh, this every time now I see the Indian Army, I think about the differences between indigenous and ingenious. <laughs> 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 so Indian Army receives first Negev light machine guns. Well, what? Oh, that's a lot. Hold on a sec. Is this the ones that went? No, this is just the negative. Oh my gosh. That is a beautiful picture, Walter. Did you see the picture of the machine guns in the factory? Oh, I I didn't I didn't click Scroll on. Scroll down it. to that. That is nice. What? Uh, Look at that. Look at that. Here, Look at here. that. Oh my, jeez.
2: That's a swing moment there. Yeah. Swing. Uh, That's a double swing. Yeah. Swing. Sh- swing. <laughs> swing, <laughs> swing,
0: <laughs> swing. Swing. <laughs> swing. Swing. <laughs> <yeah>. Swing. Swing. <laughs> swing. <yeah>. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is a beautiful picture right there, sir. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> where is it where is this factory the <laughs> uh,
2: are made in israel so that must be in it's in israel
0: uh, uh, oh is i wonder if mac went to this place on uh huh yeah that's oh yeah negev production line iwi oh that's amazing i think i shot a negev before i think so somewhere
2: Wow, wow. The, the, it says here that the Indian Army's current light machine gun requirement stands at forty thousand with seven six two fifty one Indian produced Bren light machine guns, mm-hmm. and then an FN Mag uh, general purpose uh, mm-hmm. Mag fifty eight guns. So, wow, they still use the Bren gun. Mm-hmm. The Bren gun's a good gun. But where's that article on the on the on the? Uh, where did I find that? Was that on the second page? I'm Scrolling through things so fast here. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Because I always like to see the homemade, uh, made underground gun stuff. That's interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Because some of them are really crude and other people do really, really do do a really – Oh, there it is right there. Underground arms watch.
0: Yeah. Alan Powell, by the way, of that picture says, is that heaven? (laughs) Oh, boy. That's nice. Um, And uh, James Miller says – with not being able to count on the legitimacy of future elections, is it possible we'll even see primers, brass, etc., come back to normal? prices? I think it will. Um, the market can only um, first only for so long that people
2: can pay the money, and then yeah, unless unless the current bunch in power do something else, really, uh, you know, to to cause it to happen.
0: But they're more. also, but a lot of stuff even that they're doing now is making things swing back the other the other way. So, uh, you know, um, but yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of things that happen here. And I'm not I'm not saying that we'll never get it back, because I think it's just like oil, right? If they try to push up the price of oil, and and we're sitting on reserves, well, okay, with this administration, if they're blocking everything, we might not go for that. But the American people are going to get real mad. And uh, stay you, tuned. Stay yeah. tuned,
2: folks, because gas oil at the pump prices are probably going to be it's pushing three fifty four dollars a barrel a, a gallon again. Yeah. Just because of Obama. Well, I mean, because of Biden.
0: Yeah. But the thing the, so the thing about it is what's the price level that the people get mad at? Right. And usually in America, it's somewhere like around somewhere around that four dollars a gallon. Americans get yeah. real upset, although in Europe, which who cares? You know, sorry, uh, Richard Monder. But Europe is about 7 8 or $9 a gallon.
2: Well, it's sold by the liter of it. Comparatively, yeah. But once again, their primary fuel in Europe for, for vehicles, cars, is diesel. It's not gasoline anymore. So
0: yeah. Well, and then there's a lot of places that have switched over. See, in America, we should have done this. We should have switched over to compressed natural gas vehicles. Because well, um, we could change vehicles have to, we have now over to compressed natural gas, but we didn't do yeah. it
2: you have to make that convenient for people well we ha- well, have
0: well, well so right now a lot of buses like in Gainesville the buses run on compressed natural gas i'm pretty sure in Tampa it's the same thing right um, Right. a lot lot of back a, back a back. lot of a lot of airports the the vehicles run on compressed natural gas uh, all of target all over the country runs on compressed natural gas the trucks okay the tractor trailers same thing with walmart
2: but they all started a terminal someplace that has all that set up to fuel.
0: Yes, but then but that but those are places that you could go to to you could also go there if you had a vehicle. So there's, there's compressed natural gas vehicles out there and you could go oh, yeah. there as well. Um, so, for example, lots of uh, place, lots of garbage trucks around the country run on compressed natural gas. And we have more compressed natural gas in America than Saudi Arabia has oil we reserves. We have more natural Yeah, natural gas. gas. Yeah, natural Got gas. Yeah, but yeah. yeah.
2: Nine times out of ten when they drill a hole for oil and they don't hit oil, they hit gas.
0: Yeah.
2: Back in the 20s, like there's a story that my dad always tells – back in the 20s when the people were down here and they were looking for oil in florida mm-hmm. they hit gas everywhere yeah
0: you know but they weren't interested in gas they were you know looking for oil back then so yeah um so richard maunder says it's uh, a pound a liter here one, a, pa- pound a pound a liter. Pound. yeah pound 20 per liter here now and uh a gallon is 3.8 liters, and then you got to transfer what that is from the pound to the dollar, which is more valuable. So so like a pound 20 is what in dollars? Pound 20, what is that like? Uh, I'm going to assume like a dollar. Right now, is that a dollar 70 or something like that? 80, oh, a dollar 80, something like that? And then times 3.88. That's what. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: expensive. I
0: mean, to be quite honest, the last time I was over there in
2: 19 and I had a rental car. I just fill it up. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't sit and figure and how much did it cost me and da da da. It's like it'll drive your hit, make your head mm-hmm. explode if you really know. Mm-hmm. You just get the gas and get. The-
0: well, if you have to get it, but the point I was making before, yeah. and like Paulie Walnuts is saying, not to be a downer, but I truly believe ammo is going higher from here. Oil too. Um, you know, there's a point at which I'm, the average American cannot do it. I've seen right. it. We've seen it already, where people it start happens walking. In every, every, yeah.
2: Everything. Everything like this. I yeah. mean, once your credit cards are all charged up, you can't charge anymore. You, your kids got to have school clothes for school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Christmas time again. It, it, yeah. This, once, the, once these new gun owners get their box of ammo, it, it will come back.
0: That's us. this is where people this is where people get in trouble though. When 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 this price gets to four dollars a gallon, you'll see the, Americans the economy, get mad. The,
2: the economy will. Starts to slow too because you're not gonna you're not gonna go out and take that vacation in your car because mm-hmm. a lot of people can't afford it mm-hmm. um, and
0: and it costs more to truck. You stop buying stuff. Home. You don't buy a new TV. You don't. Right. None right. of that. None of that stuff happens. Uh-huh. Right. So.
2: So hey, you know all you Democrats out there that like you know want to hug your trees and kiss your squirrels, I hope you have a lot of money for gasoline.
0: Yeah. Um, Ray Bazzolo says if they can. Hey, for
2: heating oil. Look, mm-hmm. look up in the northeast and these places in the northern state, a lot of them use heating oil still. Heating oil prices go up as as all those other prices go
0: up, too. So yeah. it costs more to stay warm in the winter. Oh, times. yeah. Um, but that's that's why we live in Florida. Um, but it costs us a lot of money in the in the summer, in the hot, in the humidity. Yeah, with the air conditioner. The air conditioning air. goes up here. Ray Bazzolo says, if they can do electric charging stations, we can do CNG fill stations. And... The, the funny thing, I spent a lot of time researching CNG. I was actually, when I was doing stock market stuff, I was going to go heavily into CNG until I saw what happened. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, who 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 owns all lot of that stuff? Well, so Republicans. <laughs> Is that a Berkshire Hathaway <laughs> No, no. The guy who owns, <laughs> remember the guy who swift-boated um, Kerry, John Kerry? Do you yeah. remember the guy who, who's that guy that, uh, T-, T. Boone Pickens. Owns a lot of this technology and a lot of the companies, but he's a Republican and he's the guy who put out the video uh, that, that paid for the stuff that went out against John Kerry and therefore Kerry feels kept him from becoming president. So even though this was a good idea, when Kerry's the same guy who's now in charge of a lot of this crap, right, and flying around on his private jets and stuff, he basically killed all of this in Congress because... He feels like this guy kept him from becoming president. But the thing about CNG, propane, etc., it's very easy to take combustion cars that we have right now and switch them over where they could use gas and compressed natural gas or propane. So you can run them yeah. both. It's very easy to do that. You could change pretty much any car over to that. So, you know, and and... We just didn't do it. And then even the car companies didn't want to make the cars like Honda had some cars. Uh, Ford and Chevy have kits that can change stuff over, but no one really uh, went into it. And it is 50 percent cleaner than than using gasoline in your car.
2: You have to you have to promote it as being cheaper. Cleaner doesn't cleaner doesn't make most people. Yeah. If you tell me I can save $100 on my electric bill every month and save that, not save it, but spend it mm-hmm. on booze or something else, yeah. you're going to say, yeah, man, I can I can, I can get me some more lottery tickets at 100 bucks." Yeah. If you tell them it's cleaner for the environment, they're like, I don't have a phone.
0: Yeah. Um, so someone said <laughs> T. Boone Pickens died in 2019, which is uh, – I'm looking it up. And I, since I stopped following this stuff, I wasn't aware of it. Yep, T. Boone Pickens. T. Boone Pickens. Yeah. Died in if twenty uh, September 11, twenty nineteen in Dallas, Texas. Um, but it you was know, it was a really it's a it still is a really good idea.
2: It, no, it's not it's not it's not a bad idea. It's mm-hmm. just I could have, you know, for example, I have natural gas in my house. So mm-hmm. I could have a compressor. Mm-hmm. You'd have mount, like you have your stuff for your Tesla. Mm-hmm. I'd have this compressor thing and you can charge it up. Yeah, park your car,
0: and you can use but, that to run generators, backup generators, uh, all that. Uh, yeah.
2: Natural gas never gets turned off, mm-hmm. even during a hurricane. They don't turn it off, mm-hmm. um, so it's great for that. But once again, you gotta—I don't know—it it takes a lot to get people to change what they the way they way
0: they do things. So it would have been a, it would have been a better thing than what we're doing with electric cars, but you know, electric cars are a boondoggle for.
2: Um, at, at, oh, now let me back up.
0: Electric cars are fine, long as it's your choice to buy that electric car, mm-hmm. and I'll leave it mm-hmm. at
2: that.
0: Yes, electric cars, like, uh, I, I first of all, the only electric car that I've bought so far is the uh, is the um, the Tesla, and I think there's good reasons for that. Lola loves a Tesla, you know. Um, she doesn't have to stop at the gas stations anymore. She gets mad if she has to, if I'm driving and she's driving and I got to stop at the gas station. She doesn't want to stop there, cause, you know that's now beneath her to stop at a gas station apparently you know but <laughs> that's um, what the poor the poor pores Yeah, to the that's what station. i was thinking yeah but you, you can know. say it you can say yeah. it out loud lola just <laughs> goes home and she plugs in she doesn't even have to plug in all the time but she's like mm, plug it in you know so she's she's enjoying that um ha- uh, polly walnut says hank my ex brother-in-law owned a ford store they had propane cars in the 70s i drove one yeah, been around yeah, for a I mean, long time
2: Propane, propane-powered vehicles have been around forever, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. as long as there was, there's somebody's been converted. A lot of mm-hmm. the, a lot of the electric companies and the utility companies back. I remember growing up in the 70s had their vehicles mm-hmm. all running on propane. Yeah, it just it's it's just, and they come in at night into the into the yard, they fill them back up, and they go back out in the morning. You know, it's
0: yeah. Um, DRB B one six six says, what happened to the Dahmer Mercedes hydrogen project? The latest is that Mercedes is going all electric. <laughs> which is dirty if you follow the supply chain, production, generation, and recycling. Um,
2: hydrogen is is not an easy uh, a vehicle. It's a not fuel cheap. To, it's not cheap. And it's very, 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 very kaboomy. Yeah. Um, I mean, all gases are, but it's not as easy to deal with as some of the others.
0: Yeah, it's not. So I don't know what happened with that. A lot of these companies are trying to, you know, this is what, by the way, I am going to start doing a car podcast on Stranger Palooza. For anyone who's into car stuff, we're going to start talking about all of this over on Stranger Palooza. Maybe we'll get Walter to come over. Uh, my friend yeah. Mark, who's into cars. All my friends who are into cars are invited to come on to that. But um, so, one of the things I think about this is that all of the car companies now have these mandates, right? Europe has a mandate, uh, when is it? By 2025 I think, and America is by 2030 if I'm not mistaken, that they have to go all electric. Well, that's going to force them to go, you know, or they they have to meet certain efficiencies or they cannot build comber- combustion engine vehicles anymore. So that's what's happening why a lot of companies are like, "Oh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll you know, they're forcing them to go in that direction instead of giving them the choice to make more sensible decisions um toyota is still very much invested in hydrogen and they're putting out hydrogen vehicles but from all the stuff that i look at for hydrogen vehicles it's more difficult to fill than charging up an electric car like where where's the where's the hydrogen i know of one i know of one there's one right next door to where um sam andrews has his shop that's the only one i know about
2: when you start dealing with gases, explosive gases,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't care if it's propane compressed natural gas, hydrogen—there's mm-hmm. always a chance that some numb nuts is gonna blow the thing up, mm-hmm. or or do something like that. You know, electric, you plug it in, I walk away. Mm-hmm. Plug it in, walk away. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I guess you could do something dumb, but you know, for the most part. I'm sure they make. I haven't seen your plug, but I'm sure that plug is pretty much idiot-proof. Right. It only goes in one way, and you can't get your fingers in there and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, versus I'm all I'm all for all that other gas stuff, but it's. I went today and had propane tanks filled up because we're getting ready to go to the military vehicle rally. Um, You know, you gotta kind of know what you're doing when you're filling explosive gases into uh, tanks and such, so.
0: But I think, okay, so the fact that, see, look, it's very telling and like I said already, I know we're getting into a car conversation here. We're going to start having these in other places, but you know, we're gun guys, we're car guys. Look, it's very telling that Toyota is heavily investing in hydrogen because they say Toyota, Toyota Walter, Toyota I don't give a that fuck made over this. that made the Prius. They say they don't believe in the electric car. They say it's BS. So here's what Toyota is going to do. Toyota is actually going to contract I think GM to make <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. I think that Toyota is going to contract GM to make electric cars for Toyota because they have to hit those mandates, but they don't want to put money into it. So they're like, yeah, we're not going to develop electric cars. We're going with hydrogen. OK, they think they think they think that's worth it. I think we have better things that we could do and still be cheaper, cleaner. And then not, here's my big thing that I don't want to be. I don't want, want to be dependent on the Middle East and their well, whims.
2: And you know what? Right now, you don't have to be. There's mm-hmm. no reason to be dependent. Well, it's political. Mm-hmm. We have so much fuel, whether mm-hmm. it's compressed natural gas, mm-hmm. whether, it's, whether it's regular good old-fashioned Earl mm-hmm. you know, out of the ground, mm-hmm. uh, or you're taking coal and, and gasifying coal. The Nazis gasified coal, fellas. Um, mm-hmm. and they did it probably and, they, and there's all kinds of synthetic fuels that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that they, they had back then Yeah, it was expensive and dirty but um, so yeah. there's no reason why we have to be dependent on the Middle East we should, we should kick those guys back out in the desert and let them,
0: yeah. let them you know. so here's the thing from Paulie Walnuts I think Paulie Walnuts said before he's into the stock market he says if you guys want to see the future of hydrogen vehicles look at the stock symbol plug I bought a, uh, 10,000 shares at 37 cents OK, and he said he sold the last of it at eleven dollars. And then he goes on to say, thought out uh, if I was a genius. Laugh out loud. The truth is I'm a moron. Um, and so he t- he's telling me to go look at the price of, uh, of plug on the stock market. Let's see if I can throw up the stock market, the ticker symbol for plug. Um, it's sixty four dollars, Walt. <laughs> and it's down. It's down right now. But so it went from eleven when Paulie Walnut sold it. It went up to 64 bucks. 64 and 33 cents. Wow.
2: Hey, for all you folks that out happens, there- that, that have, happens, that, that happens. You
0: know, in the US here, mm-hmm.
2: over in Europe they have diesel cars that get, you know, 40, 50 miles per gallon. Mhm. The reason we don't have those cars here is because of the thing called the EPA. Mhm. Those cars are not dirty. I went to Europe. Yours not covered in smoke and soot and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we have we have we have this agency here that dictates impossible emission standards, just to, I mean, you don't, mm-hmm. we, you don't have to have this crazy uh, all these crazy concocted vehicles with fuel cells and power this and power that. When I mean, you can have a, just a standard old diesel engine turbocharged, and it worked. Yeah. A lot cheaper, cheaper in the environment, cheaper to buy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pauling Walnut okay. says he's a moron for selling it. Look, you bought it at 37 cents, you sold it at 11, you, you made, made money. money. son. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, man. don't, on, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't. <laughs> I, we we lose money all the time around here. Hey. Every I time we bought, pull a trigger.
2: <laughs> I should have bought, bought five pallets of uh, nine millimeter, $135 a thousand. I'd be like T-Boons Pickens by now.
0: Mm-hmm. Man. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many, I could tell you guys so many times that we've lost tons of money <laughs> where we're just I pouring mean, money into stuff all the time. But that's, it's, look, it's probably what you should have done is gotten out of most of it, maybe kept like a 25% or something like that in there, you know, um, and then that would have gone up on its own. But this is like the risk. This like, this is a, it's a whole risk situation. Um, you nuclear know.
2: is the answer. Brian quick says
0: nuclear, Well. nuclear. <laughs>
2: Nuclear-powered car.
0: Well, no, but this is what I'm saying about electric cars. Like, I think electric cars are cool. The Teslas are cool. Uh, Audi just put out a, a, electric, a new electric car, the Audi e-tron GT. But you know what the problem is? It's how we are producing electricity in America.
2: To, <laughs> you still got to plug it in, and the more people that have to plug in are going to cause the power rates to go
0: Well, so we're mandating that most of these cars have to be electric. I think all these companies in the next five years, they're going to go to most of their line or heavy percentage. Maybe 75% of the cars being made are going to be electric cars. And then people start plugging that into the grid. And no one wants to build nuclear power plants. Solar is is limited in what it could do. Uh, Wind is worse.
2: Yeah, it's correct. You know,
0: um, so... I think,
2: oh, man. So, you know. so when
0: you come home at night, you know where it used to be off. Nuka. Off, Brass catcher says nuclear. It, nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. Yeah. like, isn't this like Bush. George. Like, like <laughs> G.W. said nuclear. Yeah. Nuclear. Yeah. I can't say how he said it. Yeah. Nu- yeah nu- everybody nu- made nu- fun of the nuclear. way he talked. Nuclear. This to
2: some of these other people.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Um. We. Yeah. We we need to look. We we're always going to need power as human beings. We need power. We, the, yeah. dark, the dark is – no, none of us want to go back to the true dark ages, right? So we need electricity. We need power for all these things. We've got to figure out ways of producing this power – and we got to live with it, especially if we're going to make everything go electric. But we have we have options and alternatives and things that we could do. And people are afraid of, you know, like someone was saying that with uh, with uh, compressed gas and stuff like that, earthquakes happen. Well, that's what people are worried about with nuclear. And, you know, I mean, stuff okay, gas, yeah,
2: gas time can break. Yes. But how how often does that happen?
0: It doesn't happen in a lot of places. It it, you know, a lot of places often. don't have uh, earthquakes anyway. Like Florida doesn't have earthquakes because we got nothing but sand. So
2: I, I can show you. Yeah, I mean, and why do and They made it. Why does Florida bring natural gas all the way from Louisiana? <laughs> <laughs> There's a natural gas pipeline that runs right past my dad's house on 19. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad lives there. On mm-hmm. the, off of where he lives that they built that line that line gas. went
0: past where we were where we live yeah. too yeah they. Yeah. I remember when they were burying it and stuff like and that and it's yeah. like
2: why are they free? there's gas right off the coast
0: oh well we can't drill a well I might
2: see mm-hmm. that from my condo mm-hmm. you know it's like
0: we um, need to. If we have energy resources, we need to use, use them it. instead of being dependent on, especially countries in the Middle East, who then people use America. Yeah, and then but then they use Americans to fight their their wars because technically they don't want to. They don't want to fight the wars themselves because they don't want to fight each other. Um, so we do it by proxy. Uh. We're, we're the we're the poorest of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they. They look down upon us because you know.
0: Yeah, TC is saying don't be re- so resistant to renewables just because the liberals like them. They're part of the answer to our energy. No, it's, not, it's
2: not that. Yeah. Windmills are a farce. Okay. Yeah, they're a farce, farce, farce with a big with a big f capital f. Solar. What happens when you have a up north when they have a month of
0: hardly any sun? Um, my my um, so my, the van that we're switching the studio to has solar panels on it. How is it when it's cloudy it's, here? It charges up the batteries. It's this. Yeah, it's got it's, it's just got two for
2: triple charging the batteries. Yeah, I mean you can't.
0: But what I what I could say to you is though is that when it's cloudy here, it don't do no charging.
2: And yeah, and this is Florida. Make a, it'll make a minuscule <laughs> little bit of charging, and you won't, yeah. you won't get the full battery charge. Right? Yeah. I mean, great. I I'm nothing against solar. If you want to have solar yeah. stuff,
0: great. But it's not going to. It's not going to power the country. I'm not. I'm not. And by the way, I'm not res, uh, resistant to things like that. Like you know, the way that I, I either, look at really. things, I don't factor in things like that. Um, for example, as I've said, we have a we have a, a Tesla. You know, but I I'm under no illusion that having a Tesla saving the planet, my electricity for that Tesla is coming from fuel and coal. Eh.
2: And it's got a bunch of nasty ass batteries.
0: yeah, there. so um, so I always so, look at things, but that's why I'm talking to you guys about natural gas. I think we have a lot of natural gas. We can easily get natural gas. We could do it without destroying uh, environment and things like that. Uh, we could pipe it all over the country. We could do all this stuff. and you know think about what the wars that we're fighting are doing to the environment if you want to think about the environment. right see, um, so
2: he's saying that wind power powers much of Europe. Natural gas from Russia powers most of Europe. Yeah. Ask ask the Europeans what happens if the Russians turn off the natural gas.
0: Yeah. I think you really um, need to look at what those windmills are doing. They're, it's not super – it's not as functional as you think. Uh, the wind And the windmills are killing a lot of birds, by the way.
2: And, and they always end up being
0: wore out, broken yeah. down. If something you – know, like, Walter, you said it. If something is good and cheap and affordable – Everyone's going to do it. You don't have to force people to go in that direction. Right. L- look at when we crushed all these cars in America. How is that good for the environment? The what's good for the environment is that you don't build new cars. <laughs> you take the old cars and you make and them you better until they wear out. <laughs> yeah. You know, but when you crush these cars and just destroy them like that and then start digging out stuff out of the ground to get to rare earth minerals and all that, yeah. that's not better for the planet.
2: And making deals with people where the rare earth minerals are that hate you. Yeah. So, that are your enemies.
0: Yeah. So, I know we're, I know we're, I know we're getting trolled or whatever a little bit, but I'm just trying I to know, make I the point. We know what we're talking about. We look at these things. You know, there's a lot of things I, I look them. at that you guys don't realize that I'm all uh, about that. Uh, I really have seen good. Who Killed the Electric Car. I've seen that documentary many times. I, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, that, you, you remember know,
2: the, 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 the original Tesla. Mm-hmm. The original Tesla guy—he uh, was working on all that stuff too, and all his stuff got, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the way it works. If things are if things are good and cheap and affordable and better, people will do it. People will do it, and we have gotten better as human beings, right? We've gotten better. We've gotten cleaner. We've done lots of things where oh, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, just
2: from a time I was a kid till now. I mean, all you have to do is. Look at the old videos of like the interstate highways where they had mm-hmm. this black strip running down the middle of the road mm-hmm. where the oil dripped out of the cars. Mm-hmm. You don't have that now. Mm-hmm. You don't have you don't have half. The, you don't have three quarters. Mm-hmm. Seven eighths you may pay 90 percent of the pollution mm-hmm. you had back then. But if you keep raising the bar so high, mm-hmm. basically, you 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 make it. Unaffordable, and you make your economy
0: suffer. Well, we're going to crash everything, and then we're going to crash and return to stuff. Instead of it, would have been better for us to gradually build up to these things instead of forcing it and then hitting, running into smack dab into a brick wall, where then you don't. Then people like, no, nah, forget this. We're right. just not even going to improve anything.
2: Meanwhile, the American economy. Uh, well, this, this is a story. This is like old news, but mm-hmm. you know, we're supposed to be the clean ones. And meanwhile, the rest of the world. Is dumping all their shit and their garbage and their and their stuff in the oceans mm-hmm. and and burning it, and, but mm-hmm. it's our fault.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Rod Mills is trying to get at me. He's trying to troll us too. He says, you? "Hank, if you eat more fiber, you won't have natural gas." And then he puts good vibes, uh, good vibes, good vibes. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure a conch penis gives you a lot of natural gas, Rod Mills. <laughs> ba-boom that's my (laughs) you know people were already someone people were sending me like when I when I said to Patrick what sound does the shotgun make (laughs) ba-boom people were sending me that clip (laughs) (laughs) ba-boom so there you go listen we're at the nine o'clock hour already we already hit it uh most of that is thanks to uh Eric Pratt of GOA for coming on the show which was awesome (laughs) I really appreciate that um uh, I'm Not
2: laughing about that. Just laughing about yeah. something in the comments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so, what do you think about that whole thing before we wrap up and get out of here? Well, what do you think about Eric Pratt coming on? We, hey, get, we got. No, subject. no. I
2: mean, they're, they're fighting a the good fight. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're actually out there doing it. You know, without mm-hmm. you know, he's not doesn't have a a, a suit. Uh, uh, you know, for it uh, doesn't have an
0: expense account to buy suits. Mm-hmm
2: so um you know using yeah. the money for doing what they're supposed to be doing so yeah
0: that's important that's one of the important things with it you know they're they're actually yeah. out there fighting the fight and, i just wish mm-hmm. I, and maybe they are i
2: don't know it but mm-hmm. all the all the those groups including the nra need to if they could just join forces a little bit more mm-hmm. and, and and come together like the dems do you know dems mm-hmm. don't care they whether you like what they all get together in the end and, and play good and and get mm-hmm. what they want, and then they and they go back to their corners. So
0: mm-hmm. we could use a little bit more of that on our side of things, but yeah. You know. uh, well, yes, we could always <laughs> use more of that. <laughs> are we going to get it? I don't know, man. Sometimes we uh, are our own uh, worst enemy out here so sometimes yeah yes absolutely listen i want to encourage you guys to go sign up to, uh for goa support those guys there is a link in the in the description of this video that you can go to and you can save five bucks off of a membership of goa by paying 20 dollars a month through that link um you know, and there's other things you guys could do. If you want to, if you missed it and you're coming in now, just go back to the beginning of this and you'll see what Eric Pratt had to say. If you're still here with us now, we've got close to 100 people. You can help us out right now by smashing the thumbs ups, getting us to 100 thumbs ups. That way it will float us up in the algorithm and more people will see this conversation, including the fact that some uh, some Neanderthal knuckleheaded gun guys can talk about uh, the environment you you might not believe we know anything about that but I, I love the environment yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> you know um, so you know please do that smash the thumbs ups right now uh, Walt how can yes, um, how can the folks get in touch with you where can they see you oh, like I, I would Everyone has to go to Dirtfoot Racing and subscribe I, to the channel. I tell you channel.
2: what, since we talked about Dirtfoot Racing, my numbers are up a little bit. Awesome. And, and also in SafetyOverFirearms.com,
0: SafetyOverFirearms, a uh, YouTube channel also. Sweet, so Thanks sweet. to everybody that's went over there and taken a look at it. Yes, yes. Um, subscribe to Dirtfoot Racing. Walt's putting out good yeah, stuff. He um, he put up making a gas tank. You did a good job on that gas tank, Walter. So, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, um, also today I brought near my mule, the mule vehicle that mm-hmm. – uh, I brought that to the shop. I'm Mm -hmm. going to make a video on that pretty soon here, too. Oh, sweet. Okay,
0: very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. They can go to Dirtfoot Racing, sign up uh, on the YouTube channel, follow that, uh, on Instagram, etc. There's
2: always SafetyOverFirearms.com. Go check that out, you know, if you're looking to buy some stuff. I'm working on, you know, we're going to be building some more uppers here soon. Yeah. yeah, Got to start another batch. Um, Stentparts.com.
0: Yeah. Check it out. Absolutely. Um, um, <laughs> some people putting out some funny suggestions. Richard Mondo says, great show. Thanks again for Eric being on the show. You guys are welcome. Uh, big thanks to Harry's Holsters for sponsoring us. Uh, check those guys out. You can use the code Strange to save 10% off. You're getting a bunch of guns. Might as well get uh, some holsters for those guns, right? Make it more useful. Yeah, yeah. To- carry them
2: nicely. Store them nicely. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Don't forget to go to HankStrange.com. I'm going to run in the end right now and come back and give Walter the last word. Let's... Running the end. All right, guys. Thanks for watching us. Thanks for hanging out. Please smash those thumbs up. Ring the bell. And so you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you listen to your audio podcast from. Walter, we have people listening to us in Croatia, sir. The Czech Republic. Croatians make some, yeah. some pretty kick-ass guns over there, too. Yes, they do. And shout-out to the folks in the Czech Republic all around the world yeah, that those listen to us.
2: Too do it really good. Yeah, yeah. Colt,
0: pretty good. Absolutely. Yeah. The people, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> the folks here in America as well, we really appreciate you guys' uh, support. Um, to everyone out there in the chat, to the folks from GOA, thanks so much. And uh, Walter, hit everyone with the last final words here.
2: Get out there and check out the GOA. Support
0: them. They're working for your stuff, you know. Absolutely. I agree with that. We're out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.